It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents The World's Most Wondrous Year, a Savage World's Pulp Adventure. A small word of warning. This game is played at a table with a baby and a toddler. Expect a little bit of crying and some periodic toddler commentary throughout the podcast, but that dies off about 30 minutes to an hour in when we put the kids to bed. Thanks for your patience. Episode 36. So, when last we left you, you had come to the future. You had found the... uh, Terrifying feet cult. The Patriots of Karkaroff, <laughs> yep. uh, who all hoped to move to the Holy Land of Pittsburgh one day. Yep. Pete's cult. Um, you had found the recording of Dr. McHale. Uh, he had imparted to you a bunch of information, which you all doubtlessly remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Uh, First of it. And I believe we just actually left it there, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I think we left it with um, Pete's checking up on Mara. Ah, yes, yes, that was that was exactly the last point. Yeah, because Mara was freaking out. Strange revelations <laughs> about Tom and Mara in the future. Yes. He's not having a good day. And so then um, people get an XP, there's a small ding noise, everybody advances. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you did with your lives. Starting with... You. Me? <laughs> I, I, I got good. I got more power points. Mm, extra power points. Yeah. Mm. I raised my fighting to the king. Fighting. Yeah, fighting. Badass, now it's the same as mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight chips. Mm-hmm. But I got steady hands, so now I take no negatives. Shaking shake her hands in the morning. Uh, I got scholar. What's scholar doing? Uh, as well, it's one of the uh, job ones. So you, I need a D8 and two knowledge skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then any knowledge skill that I have a D, I can pick any two knowledge skills with a D8 in it and make it a D8 plus two. Uh-huh. I chose uh, science and academics. Mm-hmm. And um, I boosted my persuasion to a D8 and my intimidation to a D6 as far as my three advancement social, as the second step of my three advancement, I'm a social fag male plan. Nice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's see, how can I look more scary? Mm. Think about Bog. Okay. Well, yeah, but I was like, well, should I improve the intimidation as well? What am I going to use, use intimidation for? Yelling at Bog! <laughs> Social combat. I want to do this! Actually, I don't see you be the yelling type. You're more like the quiet menace. Mm-hmm. Like he spills the, the silhouette full over him and those dreads. <laughs> so. You are in the Golden Triangle with all these children, we shall say. Mm-hmm. Some of them do actually go up to once young adulthood and teenagers and that sort of thing. Well, some of them have got babies, so <laughs> they're not that weak. Um, and 
they all want the they they want the Elsas shut down and their city rescued. Doctor Mikhail wants you to fix the time transplacer, go back in time, rejoin the race, and prevent this nightmare from ever happening. And kill the you your society member. Yes. Yeah. And, and kill kill Rosemary. Yes. And um, <coughs> the um. Mom's I presume you're probably not going to carry out that one. Well, <laughs> the NPC requested it, so I'm sorry. Um, Mar- if Jonathan shoots you, you're fucked. Yeah, oh, no you one survives that. Um, hey, his, his potential girlfriend survived it. She was just horribly wounded. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but now his score's gone up. That's I was going to say, so, um, Mara was just, like, I, I tried to comfort Mara, she was still freaking out. She was busy hacking the Elsa bot. Yep. So we were just about uh, yeah, to get the right. results from the help. Yeah, that's right, about Yeah. Yes, it goes whir, 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 memory core accessed, access granted. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So, effectively, this is us... Ask the ask the GM and the robot brain a question. Mara pokes some wires together, and that stimulates the robot brain to do answer the specific question you're asking. Ooh, I've got the convenience spell. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, well, that's true. Actually, limited to what the robot knows, and not limited <laughs> to yes, no's, or maybe's, because it can actually impart as much information as it as it is capable of doing so. Ah, okay. <coughs> so we'll start off. I'll start us off. Uh, where's the central government located? Uh, I'll probably have to think about a few of these. <laughs> Error. Clarify identification. Central government. Car- clarify identity tag. Central government. Um. Which would tell you straight off the bat that the robot doesn't know... Um, it's not that it doesn't know what the central government is. It doesn't identify anyone as being that. You will have to give it another identifier that it can understand, which can be an abstract of the people who are in charge. It should merely tell you something about how the city is run. The robot cannot identify a central government as an identity. Maxwell von Braun's place of work. Maxwell von Braun is presently located in the test factory. The test factory is located at the center of the city. The surrounding streets are blah, 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 blah. Address. <coughs> Not just blah. The what test are, factory. What are the factory's defenses? The factory is maintained by units of Elsa Sentinels. And a number of ground-based precautions. The factory is, and it goes off about this, and and will because it's a robot, it it recite this in endless exacting detail. Um, so it tells you that the test factory is where um, it. No, it is not where the Elsas are produced. Um, uh, sorry, no. It is a minor location where the Elsas are produced. The Elsas are produced in several... You, you asked the question. The Elsas are produced in several factories around the city. Um, the test factory, however, is the central one. It is guarded by an alarm system. A handful of about half a dozen Elsas 
and the Alarm System obviously summons all the rest of them to converge on the factory. Um, and Maxwell von Braun's test. It's also guarded by Maxwell von Braun's test. What is Maxwell von Braun's test? The test is a series of interlinked conveyor belts and mm. mental interface helmets processing to the central ELSA unit. Central ELSA unit? Huh. Where is ELSA von Braun? The central ELSA unit is located within the test factory. Oof. That just about confirms it, doesn't mm. it? Pete punches the wall where he punched the wall before. The dentist <laughs> figured now. <laughs> Specifically, she is connected at the centre of the test conveyors via a mental interface. What the mental interface security is a part of the security of the test factory and has thus far proven unbreakable. What happens if we disconnect Elsa from the, the mental interface? The central unit will die. Okay. What is the... the sorry, there, there is more to that answer. Yeah. In absence of primary protocols, secondary protocols of Elsa units will take over... What are the secondary protocols? Exterminate. Exterminate. The test is failed. Humanity can no longer survive. Mercy kill. Mercy kill. Daleks. <laughs> okay. So yep, that's what it tells you. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. How can we shut down the Elsa units without causing them to go into exterminate? That is the purpose of the test factory, to shut down the Elsa units when the time is correct. Hmm. So, is the purpose of the test to establish that humanity no longer needs the ELSA unit? Confirmed. We have to pass the test. Fortunately, I have brought some very smart people with me. <laughs> looking hopefully at everybody else. What, do the, what does the test consist of? The test is a series of interlinked mental interfaces interfacing with the central ELSA unit. The... Uh, the purpose of the test is not programmed into this unit's core memory. How much of Elsa von Braun is still left? Um, and it will start explaining something that sounds very complicated <coughs> and sciencey. And you will actually need to give me a science role to yes. comprehend what it's telling you. And I just upgraded it. Pete, Pete and Rosemary, what you hear is blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> Transducers, blah blah blah, mental interface, blah blah blah. Yeah, REM sleep, blah blah blah. Anyone who's listening to this. I will roll if you don't make it. That's not going to be a problem. So that's a 15. And to be honest, I assume you're probably gathering people around for this in case they have questions for the. Yeah, yeah, that's why I've been asking questions on the basis that I was already seeing them, but everyone else is coming. 15. So. The, the central Elsa unit is obviously Elsa herself. Um, although, the more you listen to the science behind it, the less you think it's necessarily Elsa herself and more something in the neighbourhood of Elsa's brain in a jar. Pete mm. doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get that. Yeah. Um, secondly, the, the test requires at least four simultaneous interfaces into the central <laughs> Elsa unit's mind. And from the sounds of it, it sounds like you are hooking yourself, your brains up to her brains to share in her dreams. 
the security that prevents the Elsabots being shut down is actually biological and neurological in nature. It's massive weird amount of weird science involved in this. Um, but um, it essentially, you need to. It, it sounds like it's the conveyor belts have death traps on them, preventing you getting to the mental interfaces mm-hmm. that will need to be physically bypassed in some way. Um, the interfaces themselves, you need to have four people hook up with them, um, otherwise electroshock protocols initiate. Um, once you have four people hooked up to them, they essentially enter, enter Elsa's dreams and can shut it down from there via using their own sufficient amounts of will to take over the program. Okay, so I explain. It's weird so I, except, except for the brain of the jar bit. Yep. I explain this to you. Okay. Um, can you hook more than? Is there space for a fifth person to be hooked up to the devices? Uh, there are four devices. They okay. must all be operated simultaneously. So we need somebody to operate those, and four people to be four, four people to hook in, and one person to keep an eye on everyone. Yeah. Yep. That could actually be Mara because she knows the most about the gadgetry. Yeah. Oh, um, and Pete wants to go in. Oh, definitely. No, you haven't asked that question, so she does not answer it. Uh, but now we want to know. Yeah. <laughs> How long are museums or and libraries located? Searching identity tag, museum, library. These buildings are now in disuse, but the physical structures still remain at location A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It starts rattling off a yellow pages. Yeah, where I'll, you you I'll get at least a dozen different spots. That's fine, I'll note it all down. Yep. Is there a main archive within the city? Oh, and the, the streets here have obviously been named by somebody who's both seriously lacking in imagination and is very efficient. It's one, it's going across there in vertical and horizontal strips of one, two, three, four, then A, B, C, D. Oh god, we're in New York. Yep. Yeah. But, but really simple New York. <laughs> well, 34th Street isn't. Well, New York is even at odds intersecting. Ah. This one is one and A, two oh, and B. I sunk your battleship. Yep. <laughs> the city is like a gigantic grid, essentially. It, it, goes, it goes on to AA112233. Oh, yeah, I thought he would be going into Greek letters, but yeah, that no. makes sense. No, there's no imagination <laughs> behind this whatsoever. It's the simplest unified pro- uh, naming system possible. So, plus it makes programming um, easier. The uh, computer, can you please state the age of um, the Elsa protocol? No more street names with apostrophes in the middle of them. It will know. The GM's not sure he understands the question. What are you um, aiming to discover here? How, how long has these robots been in play? Oh, uh... That would be... 97 years. So, three years after the, the race, this happened. Is Phileas Fogg dead? Identity tag, fog, Phileas, searching, 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 file not file not found, in event of human file not found, default assumption, default assumption is destruction in the mass chaos event. What was the mass chaos event? At the end of the 18th, sorry, the end of the 19th century, 
an event occurred which wiped out most of the human race. Those who the the survive sorry the event ins- the event ensured that humanity began to wither and despair, unable to motivate itself. Many of the human units died out of their own volition. Those who remained were brought to the city. Is there a known cause for the event? Error. Error. File not found. See test protocols. Test protocols? File is found within central testing location. So we definitely need to go there. We need to go and gauge the plot. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the chemical mixture of the fog that surrounds the city? Would it know this? Yes, it would. Uh, it begins to spout a string of <laughs> science <laughs> nonsense to you again. Yep. Uh, can you give me... Um, science check? No, actually... Um, an arcane roll. Oh. Well, yeah. Susan. Susan can. Huh? I can too. Oh, a cult, rather, sorry. Oh. I took the cult yeah. so that we would be... So that do we want to do it separately? Yeah. Right, so that's the five. And then Susan can see if Dr. Strange can see if she can get a raise. Sorry, I should have gotten my myself. A little bit earlier than that. So, what it starts off is a fairly rudimentary chemical formula um, that is essentially the chemical formula for actual mist itself, you know, water, yeah, oxygen, etc., yeah, yeah. etc., et with a handful of other little chemical elements in there. You, you know what they should do. This should kind of produce a watery fog like vapor with some colour to it that really shouldn't do anything other than be a bit wet and cold, so. You then go back again and ask it, well, you know... I go four, so I'm not terribly much better. The chemical composition doesn't tell you anything. You know, what other readings do you have from it? Rah, rah, rah. Um, The nature of the fog is that it emits theta waves. (laughs) And starts talking about um, neurological signs again. Uh, It's not chemical in nature. It's neurological in nature. It's putting out a wavelength that is affecting people's brains. Um, and it actually puts you in mind of something that you have run into before. It is not the same effect exactly, but it is the same sort of way that Kilquato works. I was just going to say <laughs> Kilquato. Um, well, I still his giant ruby, and you see what these guys have. His his one was was greed and hunger and want. Obviously, yeah. this is a completely different emotion attached to it, but it's that same base concept. <coughs> yeah. Oh dear! Um, Did fog ascend into a concept? <laughs> the next thing I want, I want to ask is uh, where the theta waves are coming from. Like where the uh, thing emitting them is emitting them into the fog is ah, everywhere it's worldwide yeah the fog presently occupies occupies 99.9999999% of the globe precautions to keep it from the city failed as of 98 years ago 
Is there based on Doctor Who, like that when they built the city, they never yeah. got it to work in the first. They never, they never managed to keep it out in the first place. <clears throat> yeah. Is there a known way to resist the fog? Uh, it will give you a bunch of you know error, error. You know, no, not as the robot understands. Uh, uh-huh. When you ask it several more questions, fundamentally, it's just willpower. Mm-hmm. It is it is a, cor- a corrosive cumulative effect on your willpower. Uh, you will find out, however, from asking it this, um, that it suggests be- uh, the the robot will of course suggest one of the recommended options is to remain young. The plasticity of the brain is better at resisting the effect. Woohoo! <laughs> Um, well, I'm fucked. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, which, which, those of you who are um, actual scientists will understand this is how the brain actually works. Children's yeah. brains have a lot more plasticity than adults. It's why they can cope with bouncing back from shocks that take adults out. Yeah. Um, what? So, um, yes, Mara, this will do a great deal less cumulative damage to you. But how many years do we want to stick around but here? But that's not a guarantee. Yeah. You know, um, the, the patriots yeah. of Kakarov are not all the children that exist within the city. They are merely some of them. But I've just got a better um, chance. Yeah. I want to ask about the Elsa books themselves. What are their weaknesses? Are they I was just about to yeah. ask that too. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. No one weaknesses for Elsa bots. Yeah. The Elsa bot may be programmed to think it doesn't have any weaknesses. <laughs> Well, no, it wants to be out of No, the, the Elsa bot is not is clearly not programmed. Um, well, the thing is, at this point, remember, you're not talking to the actual personality no. of the robot. You're, you're talking to its memory, memory so bank, so it's it's yeah. unable to actually lie to you if the correct information is concealed in it. The yeah. only thing it can give you is yes, I can answer this, or no, I can't. The information is not in this mm-hmm. server. Yeah, yeah. It, it might have been damaged at some point more than it should have been, so it would have recorded that. Yeah. The Elsa units are effective fighters and patrollers. They are enabled with the with as much skill as can be as can be transmitted from the central Elsa unit. However, sheer amounts of sufficient physical force will ruin any individual unit, severing the connection from the main hub. Will end, will sh- set the unit into standby mode. Ah, so we're so we already yeah, we fun- already knew all that. Fundamentally, they don't have any obvious weaknesses. Right. You can kill them with sufficient damage, or you can shut them down by disconnecting them from the server. Hmm. Well, disconnecting the communication from the server to the our servbots can set be considered a test failure. Uh, not if you do it one by one. Ah. If you disconnect, if, all if you disconnect a robot, an, an Elsa bot. From the central unit, the robot will just go into standby mode because well, then it is, yeah because then it assumes that there's some error in the individual unit. If you disconnect the central unit from all the robots, it will assume the error is in the central unit and go on kill everything mode. So how can we enter the central <laughs> test area safely? <laughs> It must have protocols yep. for this. Yep. <laughs> it will it will ask you to define safely by which you mean not getting uh, shot to yeah. pieces. Uh, not causing damage to biological entities. <laughs> the best method of doing so would be to 
enter with either overwhelming firepower or in a method that is not detectable by the Elsa by the Elsa bots. So stealth or force. Yeah. You know yes. what would have been nice? Sufficient. Yeah. But I have a lot of force. Sufficient anti-air defenses have never been built into the test factory. A ground assault is the most difficult way. And you ask it for several more details than this. Um, for some reason, and it seems like a, a pretty obvious hole, um, the test facility does not have a bunch of anti-aircraft guns and things set up in it. However, there are, the robot can tell you, you know, aircraft and not quite spaceships, but what would be sort of future spaceshipy tech to, to you, um, available within the, available. You could, you could get them from within the city. You could buy them at the market. Uh, basically, if you try and walk through the front door, the Elsa bots will stab you, obviously. Yeah. If you can get around them through sneaking or magic teleportation or whatever in that neighborhood, and the other methodology it's giving you is an aerial assault by dropship. What about underground defenses? Uh, Since they never come into the tunnels. Mm, that's true. Yes, but do the, is that because they don't know about the tunnels? Do the tunnels connect to the facility? Well, that's the thing. Uh, it, it will give you the... Um, and again, this is kind of tedious. You've got poke the robot because it doesn't understand what defences mean in this context. It, it tells you there are no underground defences and you go, yeah! Mm, you know, <laughs> what is underneath the the subterranean regions of the test facility for a duration of one kilometre in every direction have been filled with concrete oh, okay. in order to prevent subterranean entrance. You know what this reminds me So you could still go through it, it's just a lot of drilling. You know what this reminds me about? What? The old um, text based adventures where you go like yep. talk thing. Yeah. Pick thing. Yep. yep. <laughs> pick up sword. I do not pass the command pick up. Get pick sword. sword. <laughs> get sword. You get sword. Pick um, nose. You die. Is is there technology in um in current in current time? What? Is there, is there, is there yes, time travelling current? There are robots. <laughs> is there time travelling te- technology in this current time? Error. Identifier. Time travelling technology not found. Are there li- where are there laboratories in the city? Uh, there aren't. <clears throat> what <clears throat> happened to the Thor Society after the race? Uh, designation not found. Assumed deceased. Which may go away, actually. So, um, we need to find, like... Oh, uh, save for Maxwell Von Braun, who was registered as alive and in the test factory. So, um, which is a problem if he is there? I'm thinking he's another brain in the job, but one attached to a giant robot. He he would also be over 100 Possibly giant robot spider. Mm. Um, so the question is, um, the, um... On the other hand, he might be rethinking his awesome world domination plan at this point. I don't think he's got a free will at the moment. Um, I think he does, but I don't think he's the, the type to admit to his mistakes. Alright, so obviously we want to disable the Elsa factory because that's a plus for everyone. But um, what was the deal with the time travelling technology that we need? Was the conception. Yeah. Possibly rebuild it. Is the conception that the Elsa factory would have parts? Yeah. What? 
where can we find such and such parts within the city? The only location <laughs> is the plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all res- basically, all restricted technology is kept within the test factory. Yeah. Um, you can find out there are there are a handful of other factories in the city where they appear to basically literally just build the robots. It's it's no more complicated than a um, than essentially a car a car assembly line. Yeah. They stick on the arms and legs, and again, when I say this, I mean other robots do it, not people. Yeah. Um, they stick on the arms and legs, and that they stick the brain in that comes out of the test factory, the central core unit that you've got here, mm-hmm. and then the Elsa bot connects to the central unit and comes online and goes off and starts patrolling the city. I get the feeling people find that incredibly creepy. Yes. <laughs> um, where can we obtain papers to move around after curfew? Uh, it thinks. Because they did ask for yeah, the Yes, yeah, they did indeed. Uh, it, will, it will tell you, I can't think of what way to do this. So <laughs> it, it tells you that you will be assigned them when you are born. Um, and that forging them is illegal. <laughs> and the robot has no information on where forgers could be found because if it found them, it would stab them. Yeah. Repeatedly. <laughs> so if the robot has any locations of forgers, there are no longer forgers there. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You, you can forge them yourselves. You have you have forgers at the party. Yeah, we, do, we just don't know what the identification papers look like. Yeah. Oh, can the Elsa bot tell us what a good what a set of identification papers would look like? Uh, yes, in such a way that would give you enough of a start, but still make it hard to do. Yeah. You're getting a text-based description of yeah. a piece of paper. What if we hook it up to the holographic emitter? You're still getting a text-based description of a piece of paper. Damn. It's a work. database. Yep. It doesn't have, unless it's got the image uploaded in the database. Sorry, this this, this <laughs> game is bringing up the computer program. The GM does not know how science works. <laughs> <laughs> The GM has built the city on a combination of magic and bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the despair-inducing fog is literally magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Maxwell being in charge is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And, and the robots are built on magic science. <laughs> uh, do we have any other questions we can ask? Um, I know, because I've got the location of museums and... I agree, so that's what I'm going to be doing well, tomorrow. Well, that'd be much of a help, because... Um, I'm going to go find out, yeah. like, a lot of things. Yeah, uh, we want to so find out as much as we can about... Based, based the on race. the test, based on the description you've got, you could make a larceny check and a penalty to forge papers. Mm-hmm. If you can get a look at some, a sufficient look at some actual papers, that will remove the penalty. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and the person that would be doing a larceny check... I'd like to look at the papers before. I'm sure we can ask our friends to maybe steal some, or... <laughs> I'm just waiting for everything to go Sorry. quiet. Um, okay, so... Um... Um, what I was going to ask... Um, what are the Elsa bot Like, after curfew, the Elsa bots go looking for people who are breaking curfew and arrest and stab them and things. Mm-hmm. What about if it's not curfew? What about if it's during the day? Are the Elsa bots wandering around checking people's papers? Right, so their, their protocols are to literally enforce the status quo. Yeah. Um, their purpose is to maintain the city under the rule of 
dystopian world. Yeah. Um, nobody is allowed to be out after curfew. There are um, few, if any, legitimate reasons to be doing so. Yeah. Uh, anyone caught will be... It, their primary protocol is not to immediately murder anyone who doesn't do it. It's to catch them and take them with them. Yeah. And anyone who resists, you know, should be attacked. That's the protocol. Yeah. Come with us. But if you don't come with us, then we stab you. Yeah. Um, after curfew, they go around the city looking for um, people who are violating the law. Which, by definition, is anyone who's out after curfew. Yeah. Um, absent of that, they do the same in the day. It's just your law-breaking is much less obvious. If they catch you graffitiing on walls, stealing from people, murdering people, blah, 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 then the same thing will happen again. But if you're just walking around the city, you are not obviously breaking the law. They do not stop everyone and ask for their papers. They do do random inspections, but... That's what I was looking for. Your best bet, if you just go up and walk through the city and do things normally, odds are against anything bad happening to you. That's what I thought. It's it's like living, very much like living in a dystopian government, you know? Yeah. It's the, it still has to function, so you'll probably be fine, but you might not be. Right. I wanna have like some sort of um, blueprint of the testing factory and number of our supports petroleum and the schedules of petroleum yep. and all yep. this stuff. It starts <laughs> describing this to you in text and you're like, yeah. you're making a better plan, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You. I'm, I'm actually going to, like, as, as make up as best case as to where to go in. Yep, yep, you, you get out a piece of paper and you draw yeah. entrance here, you know, what patrols here. Yep, yeah. it, it splurges all this information out to you over special lengths of time. Um, what does current say at the moment? Currency is defined as the monetary units which are exchanged for goods and services. I think you mean what is the currency. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ah. What is the currency? The current system is Phileas Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Exchange rates are as follows, blah, 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 blah. Uh, all, all of your current money is actually still acceptable, albeit at um, penalised exchange rates, so you yeah. are essentially poorer than you would otherwise be. Your resource checks will be penalised. Okay. But you can apparently legitimately exchange your now 100-year-old money perfectly fine because it doesn't look like any new money has ever been introduced into the system. So okay. They were just set up originally as Phileas Dollars Exchange at blah rates for... British pounds, American dollars, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And that has never been changed. So okay. I'm guessing one Phileas dollar is worth five British pounds after he kidnapped that queen. <laughs> that was a beautiful movie. <laughs> Fog dollars. Okay. <laughs> so basically dollars. I, can, I can buy some food and, and stuff it, like that. It describes a piece of paper that sounds like the blandest piece of cash you've ever seen. It's like a piece of paper with Fogg's picture on it. And, you know, one, five, ten, twenty, a hundred. So it's literally a system relying on the fact that people are too depressed to forge? Yeah. Well, no, no, it's, it's not just a piece of paper, but it's not, you know, beautiful artwork like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it also doesn't sound awesomely hard to form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, if I could bring myself to not, you know, graffiti 
his face. <laughs> I said, Yeah, try to do that. Yeah, smile. so I was as the body, I basically refused to like draw so your ass. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's already got a mustache. Yeah, so I was thinking devil horns. He's already got devil horns. Don't have devil horns. So, this drawn on every dollar in your pocket. Yeah, like it has this information. It describes the makeup of the currency. It's it's not literally money with some stuff, a piece of paper with some stuff drawn on it. But it's much less sophisticated than what we're currently using as anti-counterfeiting measures. Yeah. What areas in the city would the houses demand papers immediately? Uh, restricted sections, basically the yeah. factories. Yeah, that's basically what I was going for. If there was anything other than yep. the factories. No. If we just mosey into the museum and yep. start nicking no one, stuff, they won't care. No one will care. Um, if, if you were seen stealing it, yeah. then you are then you were committing a crime. If you saw your ruby in the museum, yes, <laughs> then I would punch. I would find. Hang on, hang on, hang on. If you find the ruby, you can br- no, you can't break it because there would be a time time yeah. paradox. If that. you were seen <laughs> breaking in, it's also a crime. But I don't want to go in and steal. I want to go in and research. The the, the, the legal system and the definition of crime seems pretty identical to what it was a hundred years ago. Okay. Uh, with with a handful of exceptions in that interfering with the Elsa bots and entering the factories is illegal. So the thing is, um, we can um, just wander about freely during the daytime as long as we don't get um, as long as we don't get stopped. Yeah. We can um, go and look at the. Um, we can go and look at Jonathan's factory, Jonathan's museum and take a look at it, but at some point we'll need a plan for actually breaking into the factory. Yeah. You've just saved yourself a bunch of streetwise checks to find all this information out the hard way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a plus. Um, so what we probably want is... Um, so there's a couple of ways we can get into the factory. We could try and sneak past the robots, but we suck at stealth, so that probably isn't going to work. Um... We could, um, but the thing is, if we can sneak past the robots and disable the alarms, then all we have to cope with is the conveyor belt, uh, the conveyor belt death booby traps, the mental interface, and Maxwell von Braun. Um, we can also do the assault drop from the roof thing, which sounds pretty awesome. It does. <laughs> it really does. But in either case, vehicle combat! But I think the conception is whether we, um, whether we assault drop from the roof or sneak in, we really have to turn off the alarm, because either way we can't fight a million else's. Mm. Well, it's not like they're going to teleport in there, though. They're still going yeah. to physically move from their locations in the city. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, if the alarm goes... You know, like, considering the plan involves downloading four people's brains into a central processing unit, the remaining person can't fight a continuous stream of else's forever. There's, there's a question I want to ask. Yep. If there are people taking the test, will the else's interrupt? Uh, <coughs> uh, yes. Oh. It is a part of test protocol. Damn it. Okay, good to know. Well, is there anywhere we can find any older aircrafts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's already. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, so we, we can get. So we can. I, 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 anyone can pilot. Wait, this is a savage world, universe. Yeah. I have piloting. That qualifies me to pro- pilot. You're in. Pilot's you're in. I, I could pilot if I wanted. I'm just really bad at it. That's, yeah. that's actually a valid question that uh, didn't quite get
there are old aircraft that you can yeah. find from your time that are just sitting around. Yeah. If you want the newest, shinier stuff, that's going to be harder to get. Okay, yeah, but well, it's well, not going to be much newer and shinier because there's not much innovation going on. Yeah. That's true. It's yeah. going to be newer. Yeah. So it'll be something but not to be Yeah. Yeah. All right. As long as you've got the piloting, you can pilot it. So. Yeah. From the sounds of the vague. Like it, the, this unit doesn't have tech specs built in because it's irrelevant to its purpose. Um, but from the sounds of it, there's the better, more futury stuff. It sounds like it's been designed by by future science things, um, which would be better across the board stat wise, but harder to get. What's Maxwell von Braun's current medical condition? Uh, it does have this so. It is unable to answer your question. What his current medical condition is? You think about for a moment. Okay, you know what was his current medical condition as of the time you were disconnected from the server? Because it, it can no longer get that real time update. Too precise. Yes. Um, and it tells you that um, you know his neurological functions are all functioning. Ra 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 ra. He seems to be missing several things that you would consider essential, like a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. 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 It sounds like it's brain in a Watson. Yeah. Um, what are Maxwell von Braun's... Uh, I'm going to say chassis, current spe- uh, last known specifications. Uh, <coughs> error. Test protocol. Damn it! He saw me coming. They probably won't, they probably won't have this, the answer to this, but is there any way to save Maxwell and Elsa? Uh, it literally asks you define, 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 yeah. descriptor, save. Yeah. Let's do time warp again. We have to save them in the past. Yeah, yeah I know, but I was like, does this, this, this going to have the information we need to do that? I think right. the art, the museum is probably going to be more useful yeah. there. Although mm-hmm. we could also ask. Um, yeah. Certainly, um, this is going to provide us lots of ammunition for the ex. Um, in social combat, will we urge them to give up their plan because the oh, we've actually, seen how this turns oh, out. Yes. I take that back. Re- rewind. Uh, is there a way to save them? Uh, is, is there a way to save them? Yes. Yeah. Uh, affirmative. Fulfilling test protocol. Fulfilling test protocols will result in the savior of Maxwell von Braun and Elsa von Braun. The test protocol is something Maxwell set up. After the event. For us. Yes. So we can save them in the past. Yeah, this has got to be what this is about. You're all welcome. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say except you're welcome? Actually, what is your definition of saving them? What gives you that answer? Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it says it says yes. You know, it 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 says affirmative relation to test protocols. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because we'd be going off his yeah. uh, definition of save unless yeah. we can define it better. So there's a, there's a link there, but that doesn't necessarily give you what he's put in unless you can give it a better definition of save that the core memory itself will determine is yes that agrees with what I know, or no, it doesn't agree with what I know. 
natural thing. So natural will set this whole thing up yep. For, yep. for us. Yep. yep. That's what we think now. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. How do you know? Because he, he knows we disappeared. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. On a train that had a... He was a member of the Thule Society. They were trying to steal a time travel device. They were trying to steal a time travel scientist from a train, and then we all disappeared. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, but it's. So you know, is, is he, is he trying he to draw stop whatever us? temporal conclusions? So is he trying to stop us from getting information, or is he trying to draw us to the correct information? I That's the question. Yeah. Well, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's the question. He, he does think he though. needs save. He does think he needs saving, though, from what I gathered there. Maybe. We'll no, no. Out. Which we we asked uh, how to save them, and that was the answer we got. So I'm guessing he does think we he needs saving in some regards. Mm. Just I don't know how he thinks he wants to be saved. Mm, might be different from what we think. Yeah. yeah. Unless you can give this unit more information. I like my robot voice. <laughs> so, um, if we, say, fly a biplane onto the roof of the facility and um, climb her in, yep. um, where's, the, where's the alarm located that will summon the Elsas? How can we turn that off? Uh, good question. Yeah. It will give you some answers that you won't like. Yep. Um, all the entrances to the factory, any of the ELSA units regarding around the factory being disabled, any of the ELSA units around the factory being severed from the central server, anyone entering the neural interface. Right, so there's so no the way... So the alarm is going off. There's no way to turn off the alarm. Is How the, can is we the alarm in Heroes Quest? Uh, in fact, complete <laughs> test protocol. Turns off the alarm. Right. How can we slow the Elsas? Uh, good question. It doesn't have an answer for you. Is there a protocol that override... Or rather, it will suggest, like, some rudimentary plans of, you know, block streets, remove things. Is there a protocol that would override responding to the test protocol? Uh, that one you think you could do for the factory systems. Uh. Is put it out... Um, as uh, about this. Um, what what you think based off what it tells you is you couldn't tell them not to come to the factory, but you could essentially scramble their directional things. So instead of coming to the factory straight down street one one one, they go left, right, left. Yeah, you know, oh. I'm coming, but <laughs> by an indirect route, like tracing back routers through most multiple sources. Yes, pretty much. Sweet, I can I can definitely do that. So effectively, they still head there. They just head there by the scenic route. <laughs> Hacker man. <laughs> it seems to be what I'm good at. And, and based on the size of the city, like e- even if you don't do that, what you get is the ones that are the furthest away will take several hours to arrive at the factory, so they're not even worth worrying about. And the ones right next door will arrive within minutes, no matter what you do. Yeah. Because there's, there's only so far you can get yeah. the one that's sitting around the corner lost. Yeah, but I can, you know, slow them down for a couple of rounds at yep. least. Yep. Okay, so my suggestion is we go out tomorrow, we um, sneak into a museum with Jonathan, for Jonathan, we accomplish anyone anything anybody else wants to do, and then we steal a biplane and crash it onto the roof of the factory. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you know we can all parachute out of it or whatever 
if we can find some parachutes. Oh man, the last time I parachuted, I nearly died. <laughs> there was a spycraft, remember? No. I, I, well, the last time you had a plane and I, I, I crashed into the ground and nearly died. The last time you parachuted was out of Fox helicopter in the Amazon. No, okay, so the time before that, Dan, was a spycraft one. Nearly killed my character. Sure, there must have been parachuting somewhere that last pulp. Yeah? No. 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 no we, we just we crashed the plane. Oh yeah, you just blew up the plane. Off. <laughs> yeah. Any landing you can walk away no, from. Yes, quite right. That's probably that was Penny's motto. Yeah. <laughs> because she never flew a plane that didn't crash because she was a pulp pilot. So <laughs> this is how we land planes. At this point, we go to the clock turning. Yeah, I don't think she actually knew how to land one on a runway. You spent the rest of the night within the Golden Triangle, yep. uh, sitting round what is, of course, the barrel full of miscellaneous substances burning away, yeah. everybody warming their hands on it, um, having some rations, or rats, depending on how adventurous you're feeling. Rations. Rations. I can't eat rat. <laughs> fruit rat. <laughs> the rat ate fruit in some way. <laughs> You still have fruit in the future? Yeah, they've synthesized fruit. Yeah, it would be enough to get past Um, my problems. So, while that is happening, uh, people get a recovery period if anyone is injured. I believe no one is. No, no. That is irrelevant. Uh, and if you desire to sit around the barrel and have an interlude, you can. Can <laughs> we have PowerPoints back? Yes. They will all be back by the time you next go to do something. Yeah. Excellent. I have lots and lots of PowerPoints Alright, do we want to have an interlude? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. possibly one where uh, Rosemary Dowling tells us a story if she hasn't had any interlude yet. I'll put her on the spot. Oh, yeah. She's had a backstory, but she hasn't had an interlude. Yeah. Would you like to do an interlude where you tell a little bit about Darling? Oh. Oh. So, or possibly we should you should no, get a chance to see. I'll express what the actual concept is. Someone passed me these savage worlds book, the big fat one. I'll try to do it without wrecking the book in the meantime. That would be helpful. Mm-hmm. It's completely irreplaceable. What they don't sell that book anymore? Uh, not the nice big hardcover one. They ah. sell crappy softbacks now. Mm. Which, which in all fairness, is their business model because you can buy them for like ten bucks, which is ah. pretty damn good. But. Um, not I like same. I like my lovely deluxe hard batch. Um, okay, so the interlude system, young Rosemary. Yeah. Um, and this is a thing we're in. Um, it's the classic. Everyone sits around the campfire, and one of the characters starts espousing some story from their back from their oh, backstory. Right. Um, and what it essentially is, is, is it's an invitation to you as the player to make up some backstory that hasn't come up yet for Rosemary, which doesn't have to relate in any way to Fog or the events that are happening oh. here or whatever. Do whatever you want. You know, you could tell, for example, you know, why you're afraid of rats and mice, you know, why you like um, romance novels yeah. and lusty pirates and dollies and things so much, yeah. um, or what anything related. Uh, Pete told the story of where he got his wrench. Oh, awesome. We, we, you, I talked about how I met my husband. You are welcome to cue the other players to have their characters ask you a suitable question. You know, or you can lead in of, you know, but gosh, I haven't, you know, it's been a long time since I sat around a burning barrel like this. The last time was about <laughs> five years ago when blah, blah, blah was happening. Uh, yeah. You can either make up your own story, or if you want some prompt for it, you can get a card from the deck which gives you, um, uh, a bunch of different um, types of things you can tell. It's tales of tragedy or misfortune, 
revealing some dark secret, uh, talking about a great victory or triumph from your past, uh, speaking about something that you love, uh, speaking about something that you desire, that sort of thing. So up to you whether you would rather tell your own story, or you would rather have a magic card, or you are welcome to pass the... um, the pass the, the gauntlet on to someone else. The The point of the cards is that, well, you haven't thought about it, you get the card and go, okay, describe a tragedy or misfortune that happened to you, and you're like, oh, okay, so, so I need to make one up now. <laughs> um, so who's done two interludes and who's only done one? Because I've done two. I, I think you're the only one who's yeah, done two. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's, safe. so we could just, we could roll it like a D4 and just randomly generate someone. Yep. Or um, Urin could have a go, or Urin could pass and we could randomly roll a d3 and generate someone. Over to the players. Um, I'd like to see Pump first, actually. Yeah, that does seem reasonable. Okay, so one of the other three. So, one, two, three. Uh, That would be Miriam for Jonathan. Would you like a card? Yep. I a think I've done diamond. Diamond is desire. <laughs> You're welcome to have another one of his desire. I told the story so of how I wanted to find a... Um, uh, spades is victory. Okay. Tell the group about a great victory or a personal triumph in your adventurous past. How did it affect them afterwards? Was there a reward? We were there for it. <laughs> 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 we were oh, can't tell the about the giant ruby. It's only time I got a giant ruby yeah. we were there. <laughs> <laughs> you could technically tell Yaron, but I think we'd rather hear about the giant victory that we weren't all there for. Uh, yeah. So the last one I told was wanting to find the lost city that was made entirely of lapis lazuli. Oh, right. <laughs> so you're prompt? No, not really. Okay, so I'm going uh, to turn probably to eight. Yep. Um, did, did I ever tell you about that? About my first ever Egyptology archaeological dig? No, and, I don't and, think you did. And paper? It's a great story. Um, so it, w- it was all about the Third Dynasty and everything that historians had gone wrong. I went, found a huge treasure pile, and I was able to work it all out. Fon didn't steal this one from me. Oh, for sure. And I got my, that was the, and I wrote a paper about it, uh, and the traps they used, and that was the first paper I wrote. How much treasure was there? A lot. I have <laughs> it all. No one shares. What? <laughs> no one else <laughs> Go to the museum? There wasn't I anything. Think there's some went to the museum, the really historically, you know, I important sold it, I sold it to the museum. <laughs> it belonged in a museum for yeah. the right price. Yeah. <laughs> the really important Historically important parts went to the went to the different museums, but um, no, I, I kept a lot of the. Was it difficult to get? Not really. So there weren't any mummies in this one. No. <laughs> no. I know you will never hear the story. <laughs> My first mummy. Darling, those are mummies, are you? Surely. Yes. Yes. They yeah. Are. Yeah. The whole tape. All the other people stop and look at you. <laughs> and they are terrifying. You need to be able to shoot them. There was mummy alligators. And a giant yeah. mummy. Yeah, really? What? It's not the skyscraper-sized <laughs> one that was going to destroy Cairo and get the fuck to stop? Oh, we, the we most recent one. one. The most recent one. The mummy the size of a building. Yeah. 
We drew it on the map, and the, the, the thing oh they were God. fighting was so big it was made up of multiple zones, and it yeah, climb to its head and shoot the magical weak points. Yeah, it, it the, the Egyptian army came out to fight it. <laughs> yeah, except for we killed it before it happened. Oh my God. So, <laughs> we had to ask, so I ask guess you, you guys being questions. Like, go oh, tell Rosemary what is doing yep. now. Yeah. And she'd be like, I'm now terrified of mummies too. I think they were fucking crazy if I wasn't in the future. Exactly. So there was, were there any defenses on the temple? There were quite a few traps. A lot of pit traps and poison traps. Poison darts and things. You didn't get hurt, did you? No. No manly scars? No. It was the one time everything went according to plan. Yep. That's that's your one victory. Never again. That's that's what started your academic career. You had this one great victory, and you're like, man, being an Egyptologist is easy work. (laughs) (laughs) And then the mummies, then the fog. All right. Is that all of you? Yep. Then that is an interlude done. Somewhere there is a bag of hero points. No, there, yeah. Somewhere a crime is happening. Miriam may draw from the bag of hero points. Yay! So that's the cool oh, thing about cool. telling a story is you get a, a free hero point. And yeah. presuming that you have nothing else um, to do, no, nothing else better to do tonight, you basically sleep on these, you know, hard pallets or whatever. Well, we, um, if we you've do got, have the same sleeping bags and stuff. Yeah, if you've yeah. got your own nice sleeping bags and that sort of thing, you're fine. Yeah. Um, is there anyone here that doesn't carry that sort of stuff? Oh. Like Rosemary, no. who wasn't planning on sleeping <laughs> in the wild <laughs> at any point. <laughs> I have nope. um, so I'll be I'll be telling stories to the children during the night. Um, the the younger ones specifically. I'll give Rosemary my sleeping bag. It is oh, unsurprisingly so both cold and wet down here because. <laughs> It's a sewer. There's no sunlight. It's just water. Yeah, but Pete's stuff. Okay. So anyone who isn't in a sleeping bag needs to give me a bigger check. Yeah. Yeah, I figured that was coming. Uh, I'm going to take oh, a couple of photos since we're yeah, in Yeah, whereas I have a D10. <laughs> yeah, which, which is, as far as you understand, will yeah. still actually exist, even if you eliminate this time. Nonetheless, when we get back to civilization, why are you stopping the golden triangle? People will assume you're fake, of course. What's this? Lara's taking photos of the future. Um, D, um, uh, nine on the bigger check. You're, yes, you're fine, unsurprisingly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Un- unfortunately, we're doing the time for all the wrong way around. What you need is photos from the future that you're looking at in the past, and then when you look at them, they start to fade, and your parents, you disappear because you've stopped your parents looking up. <laughs> we do have photographs from the past. But this yes, will be useful when we're all your plan leads to a terrible dystopian future. Mara can be all, see? Yep. See? Look at the tunnel. Look at the rats. <laughs> Look at the rats in the tunnel. Is that is a picture of a sewer. <laughs> you could have taken that anywhere. You look like a sewer rat. <laughs> look at all the children in the sewer. This is a picture of fog. That is slightly more damning. <laughs> yeah, take a picture of the giant 200-foot-tall fog statue. This yeah, is not one of those yeah. in the real world. It's like, it works! I win! <laughs> Seriously, take a picture of the giant 200-foot-tall oh, statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, it is... Everyone else has a sleeping bag, I presume? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
the, the, and, sleep. and can't sleep wherever they want. So. <laughs> yeah, can't sleep oh. on my chest. Not on your face. Those of you that, that have watches, your watches will tell you it's it's morning. Yeah, the kids all just kind of seem to know. Yeah, their, their internal chronology is set up around the conception of now it's night, now it's day. Yeah, um, and even down here, you will hear a distant noise um, of a, a relatively far off, loud Elsa voice saying, "It is morning." Curfew is lifted. Everyone wake up and proceed about your daily activities. <laughs> Which must be, up in the city must be, It is morning! <laughs> Alright, I vote um, Doctor Strange goes to the market and buys these kids breakfast with her bunch of degrees was check. You don't, have to, you don't have to vote me to do that. I'll do it anyway. Yay! Also, Pete would like breakfast. <laughs> He gave most of his rations to all urchins, and now he's hungry. It would be nice to have somebody come with me. Just oh, of course, case. we're all going to come with you. Oh, okay. You know, just the <laughs> one providing the money. <laughs> you should be used to be this by now. Have the checkbook. So, you go up and you find the markets. Um, this is not terribly difficult. Um, you machine is actually not programmed this information because it's not a restricted area. So you actually will have to find the markets because if you are too obvious in the we don't know where we're going thing, then it's going to draw attention to you. Mm. Uh, this is a retardedly easy streetwise check and a plus two bonus. Okay. Well, we're not in America, so Pete's bad. <laughs> I got a four. As the rosemary. Well, uh, well, I got extra plus two, so that's oh, six. six. Yeah. Yep. yep. So six. Yeah. You find the markets, no problem. Yeah. Rosemary looks at it from a police standpoint. Where would she yeah. be guarding? <laughs> Where would she be guarding from pickpockets? Well, you know, there's no problem with asking a few people, excuse me, we're in the markets, as long as you know not Because we've never been in the city before. Uh, we're from a different yeah. district. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We're from District 9. District 9? <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, um, so I'm looking for breakfast foods. Yep. You go to the markets, and oh, this is this is kind of sad. Um, it's it's all very efficiently organised. There's the street stalls running down every side, goes goes around an entire block, and most of <laughs> what they are selling is foodstuffs. And when you go through and actually have a look at the markets, and that. There's nothing in the way of creativity here. There's nothing in the way of art projects, little, you know, pottery things, that kind of thing. It's it's all functional, all utilitarian, all serves a very clear purpose. Um, and the food is more or less entirely in synthesized pellet form. When the alternative is rat, I'm going yeah, yay pellet. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are powders that you can add to liquid. To have liquid breakfast made, or you can have breakfast in pellet form. And the woman who sells it to you, you know, looks kind of just generally unmotivated and disinterested in you, and says, "Yes, these, yes, these contain the fight all the vitamins and nutrients that a body requires. Each pill will sustain you for over six hours at any time. The flavors I have them in are Fog One, Fog Two, and Fog Three. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say they came everything the body needs except flavor. Yes, this is Matrix. And, and holds up gray, light gray, and dark gray. <laughs> I'll, I'll take so 
some of the middle grey, some of the light grey. I don't really trust the dark grey. Yeah. How much? Uh, how much? How much of the stuff are you buying? What's your intention? You're um, feeding all the kids downstairs as well. Yeah, well, I'm going to feed all the kids downstairs. Yep, yep. So you want bags and bags yep, and bags yep. of pellets. Okay. Uh, your resources at minus two because you have um, old money. Functionally, that's yeah. at a bad exchange rate. Then it's at another minus two because you're buying such a big ass pile of food. Okay. Minus four. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, so that's a zero. Um, does anyone want to start chucking money at me? I can, but just... Yeah, yeah, Rosemary, you've got enough to add up to about four fog dollars in your pockets. It might be worth a reroll. Um, I, yeah. I think that children said they refused to eat the pellets. Oh, did they? I think so. Um, they refused to be engaged in the society. Yeah. They're not necess- They're not actually opposed to eating them. It's just they can't build them down in the sewers, so to get them they have to either steal them or engage with society, and stealing mm-hmm. them runs afoul of the Elsas. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, they're probably not wild about them, but you're guessing they're better than rat? Um, I'll do a reroll. Yep. Because I can do way better than that. I've got a D10, so... Yeah, it's better. Okay, so that wow. was a 9, so the minus 4 is 5. Okay, so you load your pack mules there, yep. and they carry... <laughs> Bags and bags and bags and yeah. bags, and the bags are all you know environmentally friendly, recyclable, <laughs> disposable, blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Well, at least they've all right. So we, we um, nope. Well, once they've ruined ninety nine point nine percent of it, the city is a fabulously functional environment. So um, we'll divide up a bag or two between me and Rosemary for our future supplies. Yep. Everyone yeah. gets a pellet for breakfast, and then we'll take the rest downstairs yep. to the kids. You yeah. have solved your food problem forever. So wait, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the, for functionally, for the duration of this adventure, you no longer need to worry about what you're going to eat. Yeah, 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 we no awesome. longer have to worry about rats. If you if you botch it so hard, you're still in the future five years later. Then yeah. I'll come back and ask for some more rolls. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think at that point the campaign is over. All right, so um, we will bring the spare pellets down to the kids to give them some food supply. <gasps> They've got fog three. <laughs> That's the really expensive stuff. Where Look how dark that? gray it is. <laughs> I know you didn't ask for any, but you get some. I got some, it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's one much. fog free with every two fog ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I assume you're buying a mix of them by the yeah. time yeah. you you know pick yeah. up because because you're literally buying you know hundreds of pills. Here. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see the lady just. Got shrugging and then just picking each shelf and just shoving them in the bag. <laughs> this is not actually worth an empathy roll here, but anyone with D6 empathy or higher pretty mm. much picks this up. Um, this kind of transaction probably should raise an eyebrow. You're buying so much food yeah. that this one stall is unable to supply it. You're actually having to buy it from five or six different stalls. Yeah. If you went to an actual market yeah. and spent what what you've just spent is the equivalent of. Um, the, the modern day equivalent of thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. buying enough breakfast that you need five people to carry it. But, I mean, it wouldn't draw police attention or anything of the kind, but you would right. expect people to look at you yeah. and like, who the hell are you and why are you buying all stuff? There's none of that here. No one better than No, they're just, they're, and, and it's because of the same reason. They're not motivated enough to care. Oh, like, wow. they, they may find it unusual. <laughs> But that doesn't even make it notable because notable would suggest that they actually care that something interesting yeah. is happening. They just kind of go, 
Oh, yeah. Dawn just says, I'm sorry, I don't have that much available, you know. But if you interact with blah, 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 you, yeah. you will sustain... Yeah, helpful advice. Okay. Have helpful a double advice. plus good day. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> They're at least helpful. Well, uh, 1984. Double speak. Uh, yeah, nothing is bad. Book. It's merely ungood. <laughs> <laughs> the destruction of language was part of the theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I have read. Hell. I have read nineteen eighty four. I read it as an intermediate, and then I had, and no one told me this last quarter was a torture scene. And then I had nightmares for three yeah. weeks. Rat helmet. Yeah, this one's much. Um, this this future is much <laughs> less on rats. Yeah, the suit is getting eaten. The hats. <laughs> Anyways, last quarter of the book is a torture scene. Yeah. Shooting radiant lip. Just like Wizard's first rule. Yeah. That's like quarter of the series. It's just gr- either gratuitous rape or torture scene. It's one of the two. In all fairness, I read I just went. It feels like several chapters long. Like, can, I just, can I just close the book and walk away from this yet? Yeah. When I was reading it as a child, I didn't, when I was reading it as a younger person, I didn't get past the bit where he kills the kid. <laughs> the kills the kid that's buried in the ground. Anyway, moving hastily along. Yes. You obtain food. Yeah. The villagers rejoice. Yay. The patriots of Kakarov are thrilled that you, you, know, you have three different kinds of fog pellets <laughs> that was liberated they, from the outside world. Do they have any them. children's toys or anything like that, or is that too exciting? It's, they, they, they have some utilitarian educational devices. Okay. You know, like, like your ABC's book style oh, thing, okay, but it's, so it's, not, these... it's not colourful with big pictures of Elmo or anything, okay. and it's, you know, A is for apple. There's a black and white, you know, three-dimensional render of an apple. B is for, and and it also doesn't reference a bunch of things you'd expect. Like B is for bear or B or something like that. It's B is for bed. These are all utilitarian functional <laughs> objects. Well, a lot of those things don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Oh, so. As yeah, someone who's building. read a lot of coloured picture books in the last couple of years, it sounds only marginally more boring than actual young <laughs> yeah, children's yeah. literature. <laughs> but there. There are some there, there are some utilitarian educational tools, and again, some utilitarian like physical things. There are balls because you know, and an instruction manual that says this promotes hand-eye coordination in young okay. children. Of age, blah, 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 You're telling us but, how to use a ball. Yeah, but but not um, you know, it doesn't tell you you know just go out and play with it and throw it up in the air because it's fun. It's you know the suggested exercises are pass from left okay. to right to left. Do I need to right. make a roll to get no. some toys? No. I'm remembering the Simpson episodes where they where the school got matching uniforms for everyone, and they're even blinking yeah, in we, unison. We, we have established that you have sufficient money to buy large amounts of shit. With okay, the I'll, I'll, I'll watch the subroutines so that they're, they're, they're actually having some enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. bounces his ball because if you're going to be in an area which isn't covered in fog, then you must loose and do yourself. Makes loud explosive noises and they've kind of gone so he can learn to bounce his ball in your face with the other kids. But it's instead of the nicely made plastic ring that you throw the ball through, you know, yeah. to promote your hand-eye coordination. Um, what they've got is, you know, the bent, rusty piece of jagged yeah. metal they throw the ball yeah, through. So, so the, what you're bringing also, them is a good improvement. Yeah, and also some of them will be new. Yes. So, um, 
I'll, I'll um, until yes, until we decide what we're going to be doing next. I'll play with the kids. The kids have actually got the, the utility. The kids have actually yep. got the utility to um, actually create games with these and play mm. with them and things. Nice. Yep. If you if you've ever watched a small child with a box, that's pretty much it. It's yeah. it's just a box. No, it's not. It's a fort and a time machine and a helmet and a dinosaur. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll make sure that they're all having fun with the toys and yep. then we can go. Because today is my birthday and I got a box. <laughs> um, there was technically a stuffed dog in the storybook. There was technically a stuffed dog in the box, but he got the stuffed dog out and then the two of them played in the box. To the museum? I'm joining you. You're outside the museum. You go up and look at it. Unsurprisingly, it's pretty much locked and shuttered and marked closed. Now, breaking in here is is not going to be particularly difficult. This is not exactly a high security environment, but it is a crime. It is. Uh, do I think all of the museums are going to be closed? So yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so I think you, maybe you need a stealth check while you break in? Uh, essentially, the failure on the larceny check is not you can't break into this because it's too difficult. It's you take too long breaking into this. Yes. And then, excuse me, Excuse me, citizen. You appear to be breaking into the museum. <laughs> that is a crime. Please come with me. Would yeah. Jonathan be taking a penalty if I was there with him? To yeah. the last knee check? To the museum, yeah. Going to the museum. I thought all of us were there. Why, why would he be taking a penalty for that? Because we're all gathered around the door while he's going... Well, we, <laughs> could, we could all be standing on the other side of the street having an innocuous conversation. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Cool. We don't actually all Does have to say, hey, say, Jonathan, that's a very tricky lock you're breaking into. Can anyone German hear me? <laughs> it doesn't look like there would be any uh, easier way to break in, like around the back, so I could then go open the door. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty much your last knee check. Yeah. You made the last knee check. Uh, Fine. Does anyone else have last knee mm-hmm. to assist them? No, she nope. doesn't have oh, nine. Okay, I don't think the cop so. doesn't have it. So, uh, yeah. Jonathan, no, she's all right. You know. Okay, no, no problem. You'll you'll slip round. You'll find the back door. You must pull out a pair of locks. Yeah, I mean, technically, this is violating the law. How much rosary cares? Although you won't actually, you won't actually see him violating the law. Jonathan says, "I'll I'll go around and see if the back's open." He goes around. We the camera sees him go. You just stick lockers in. Pop the door, no problem. Slip in, shut the door behind you. Walk to the front door, unlock it from the inside, yeah. open it up. Oh, the back was <laughs> I can see yeah, two pieces of this. I can see Jonathan not breaking out his lock fits directly in front of the car. One, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're outside your jurisdiction. And yeah. two, I'm remembering the game, the gamers uh, movie. My, what, what lovely rustic, rustic architecture! Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Wait, you haven't seen the Gamers movie, oh, have actually, you? Oh, you must. Yeah, so the it's, second it's Gamer, Gamers movie, they want to torture, they want to torture the prisoners, and the first couple of times the paladin stops them. The third time, it's a demon, and he kind of does want the information. So, yeah. my, what fine yet <laughs> rustic architecture! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that so wouldn't fly with me doing that. <laughs> no, uh, Ro- Rosemary does indeed have the major hindrance of uphold yeah. the law. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you you wouldn't have stuck the play, uh, your players with an NPC paladin to stop them killing the civilians. No, because if I had players that killed all the civilians they ran into, I'd just go, okay, I'm done. Cheer <laughs> for yourself. So, we get inside. Yep. And what are you looking for in here? Um, I'm looking for any information on the disappearance of the train. 
yep. um, the exact time um, and like exact location. Yep. So that when we come to go back, you can we can arrive at the right point. Yep. Yep. Right point and right time. Um, otherwise, I'm also going to look for any information about fog, Maxwell or Elsa. The, the race, etc. Et yeah. Yep. Anything yep. that could be helpful, basically. Yep. I'm also going to be looking for information, um, mostly to do with the um, uh, science. Damn it, I can never remember the f- name of it. Describe it. The um, school of science that um, Phileas is trying to take over. And the Royal Academy, Academy of Science. Science. Thank you. The Royal Academy of Science and the Centurions. Yep. Okay. So at this point, we're basically having a long montage. All the information you need is unsurprisingly not contained in this singular museum. You, you literally go around, you know, for several break hours, into, break into, into a bunch of museums and libraries, <laughs> gather through information, etc., etc. Okay, so anyone who wants to do this sort of thing is making academics roles. Yes. Yeah. I'll be mostly standing guard. Yeah, no, oh, Pete, Pete and Rosemary yeah. stand guard. Yeah. 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 Pete seems real happy that he has so someone to hang out with him and he's impersonating a fence post. I'll do an assist role. We'll be watching out for our supports. Yeah, you can yeah. tell him some stories of your yeah. world tours and things you did back yeah. in Britain. Oh, He'll tell you some stories of some remarkably eventful yeah. sounding yeah. construction <laughs> and world so, travelling. Pete and Rosemary, your job is really, really easy. <laughs> like, you, you will see out the windows the odd Elsa unit go past, but they don't come into the buildings and check them or anything. I mean, you haven't left gaping open doors or any signs of something wrong. But it's it would be so easy to be a master criminal in this city. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably because there aren't a lot of other criminals. <laughs> so you've got a... Five. Yep. So we have a raise on what happened to Fog, Maxwell, Elsa, at the end of the race, that sort of thing. Was that the question you were asking? Yeah. Okay. So... We have... Uh, and... Given that it is in one of the newspaper archives in the libraries that you will find the most relevant information. Yes. Um, so you will find basically um, mysterious train derailment. You have the date in which, the date and the time in which you left, yes. so you can get back. You know, two, two minutes after you disappeared which will be perfect for what you're looking for. Um, based on the story, um, the Transrusa Express was attacked. Um, like, you know, the, the paper just blatantly reports, you know, by a bunch of soldiers in jetpacks because it's the whole universe and that kind of thing. is rare, but it does happen. It's certainly newsworthy. Um, that they presumably employed some sort of device um, that destroyed car- that destroyed the first class carriage. No trace of the wreckage has been found. Um, the resulting the, the resulting damage uh, resulted in some minor damage to the locomotive and the passenger cars, um, and a very minor derailment. Like the train went book slightly <laughs> off, as opposed to flying like your guy's carriage did. Um, Investigators are looking at it because you're in the future and you can look ahead to where the investigation concluded. Uh, 
the the several leading scientists have theories on what happened to the train. Disintegration is popular. Um, the the theory is actually floated that it was removed in time. Um, completely unavailable for comment is somebody who was said to be on the train based on rumor, Doctor McHale, who has disappeared and gone into hiding entirely. <laughs> Um, this is all in the intervening months before you get to the end of the year and the incident happens. Yep. So you can you can solve that problem. Yeah. Jumping ahead to the incident, uh, the strange expedition has disappeared. Uh, it is not known for a fact that you are on that particular train. The conclusion will be drawn from several sources, but there are several other places you could have disappeared to as well. Regardless, the strange expedition disappeared off the face of the earth. Rosemary, you don't even appear in the past. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, in the absence, uh, Fogg himself takes up several pages bragging that you've clearly pulled out, recognising you're totally unable to win. Uh, completely ignores questions about the fact that you were in fact ahead of him at the time that this occurred. <laughs> Obviously, you know, they realised they couldn't keep up that lead facing my superiority. Um... In the absence of the Strange Expedition, it's expected that Fog will win heading into the end of the year, but not a certainty, because um, you could still turn up from anywhere. Again, Pulp Universe, it wouldn't be unheard of for some people who are thought to be dead to turn up at the very last minute. Um, however, this does not happen. It is Fog. You have the sort of January 31st, uh, 1899, the end of the year that... Uh, you left from. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a few months in your prison's future, excuse me, time <laughs> travel tenses. Yeah. Um, Fogg is expected to show up and claim his prize at the same place that this all started, at the Royal Academy uh, Gala Ball at the end of the year, essentially, the dinner. Um, the media is on hand to see it happen. Um, and then the next thing you have is mass disaster at Gala Ball. Um, large amounts of the large amounts of the Royal Academy of Science appear to have died in some sort of in some sort of tremendous incident. Um, there hasn't been a big explosion or anything. There's been a lot of gunfire and fighting breaking out and that sort of thing. Um, which has resulted in a large number of deaths. Um, the investigation is ongoing, and then the papers almost sort of lose interest, and and it almost immediately goes to you know the very next day is one is worldwide chaos breaking out, governments falling apart in various countries, that sort of thing, and and even this for something that should be a screaming thirty point headline of world coming to an end. The paper just seems kind of disinterested. Like, you know, we wish to report that Bolivia has ceased to exist. You know, its government <laughs> has fallen apart. You know, Russia is expected to collapse. You know, the agricultural agricultural sector is no longer producing, owing to ninety percent of farmers quitting their jobs. Oh, look, there goes China. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So, question. Yes. Do you, I, I? I may have misinterpreted this. Are you saying that the very next day, government after the after the Gala explosion, governments fall, uh, or was that not to- not quite? But it spread fast. Yeah. Really fast. Uh, it. If, if presuming this started at the in, in London at the Gala Ball, it was across the globe. End of the day. 
and actually yeah. having the impact of toppling governments by yeah, the, the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, the governments weren't falling immediately because it's not like the governments ever actually formally stood up and said, okay, we give up, we no longer yeah. exist. It's the farmers stopped working. You know, the president just decided that he couldn't be bothered and didn't go to the White House. So, what kind of time frame are we looking at? Total from to, from the Gala Ball to total societal collapse. Uh, about three months. Yeah, that sounds more plausible. I mean, I can totally believe some kinds of disaster are worldwide by the end of the next day, but a worldwide apathy virus takes time for enough people to stop doing enough things that society totally falls off the wagon. Last reports from the paper have uh, Maxwell von Braun is building is building a great city in the least ruined area, um, which appears to be a large unused section of Eastern Europe, pretty much the one you're in now. Um, that he will be building a city to isolate it from this from this deadly fog, etc., etc. Except for it didn't work. Yeah, except for it didn't <laughs> work. But that's that's not reported in the papers. Yeah. Um, Look, putting together all these various things, you're pretty sure that what happened to the Gala Ball was Phileas died. Um, he ceases to be mentioned ever again from that point on. Um, and he is listed in the presumed dead list of people that were killed at the, at the Royal Academy Ball. Um, so he went pop when the, when the event occurred. So something happened at the Gala Ball... And either that or something else went worldwide on a planet devastation yep. effect very quickly. Um, there, there is actual references in the papers to you know what they're calling the despair virus, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, scientists are theorizing where it could have come from, completely in vain. Yeah. I'm thinking that the uh, ritual came back to call it death on fog at the book. It seems log and and. Possibly something yeah, like that, maybe that was the fog. end of his timeline from yeah. what you discovered. So maybe like Fog's ritual kicked in, mercenaries attacked the gala ball that he had hired, or something else happened at the same time, or he exploded in a giant explosion. But I think the fog is him. Yeah. So the ritual effect was he died and then he didn't die. Yeah. This is not startlingly well reported, so you're having to read between the lines to draw these conclusions from a number of different sources. So he turned into on, a, a on your success without a radius, yeah. that's what you're getting. Yeah, like that might even be like a haunting or whatever. But the theory was this: this ritual would give him like the power. If it was completed, it would give him the power of a god and kill him. So maybe it killed him, and then it gave him the power of a god. But maybe he was kind of a sad god because he'd been hoping for immortality in his actual body. I mean, I'm just guessing, but... Yeah. There is an answer that can be drawn from here, but you need to rise again. Uh, this sounds like really useful information. How many more points would you need for the raise on your actual roll? Well, I got a five, so... So three, by the way, count. Right. So I could spend a red and roll you a d6, and there'd be at least a 50% chance of you making it. Yep. Uh, Remember, if you're giving them to Jonathan, they're white. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. Okay. Yeah, unless Shamara. He needs to spend his reds or Mara's. Yes. Jerry gets another fake point. Mm -hmm. But I really want to know. I'm going to give him my old crap and white. Yay! Yep. There we go. Alright. Okay. So. Pete, Pete's kind of, you know, Pete, Pete's listening to Jonathan's read this stuff out, and it's like, there has to be more, man. Keep looking. 
yeah, okay, this this newspaper archive isn't getting us anywhere. Let's go on to the next building. Um, okay, facts are getting us nowhere. Let's go for some of the crackpot papers. Yeah, yeah. Space aliens beam down <laughs> rays. Oh, it's we're going to hell Read the New York Times if they want. They get it right maybe once. I'll go to the Inquisitor. <laughs> lucky occasionally. <laughs> Um, and here you find reports of a story that sounds so implausible that um, it wasn't reported in the more uh, mainstream papers. Um, <laughs> wow. This is an excellent way to be finding this. <laughs> uh, the screaming headline reads Phileas Fogg destroys science convention. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like this paper. This paper seems to have that. Are going to get the description when we get back? <laughs> it has a photo in it that has been taken by someone who knows that you point the lens end of the camera vaguely at what you're taking, and that's about it. It's sort of sideways and out of focus and everything else. What it appears to be is Phileas dressed in all of his glorious finery in black and white, but obviously sort of going like this, like he's been caught in a silent scream. And there is this mist and fog pouring out from his mouth, um, starting to fill the scene. Um, there are people in the photo uh, that Pete might actually recognise one or two of them as centurions shooting at him. Yeah. Um, you can find that, that basically from all these various reports, there was some sort of firefight occurring as far too late people realised something was wrong and began trying to stop Fogg, um, that Maxwell and Elsa... Um, no, actually, Elsa not. Uh, Maxwell endeavoured to resist this and fight back against this, as did a bunch of full society ninjas who just happened to show up yeah. you know, to ensure... So that's where the battle came in. The full yeah. society showed up at the ball and started slugging it out with the Royal Academy of Science. Yeah. Um, which would have created its own insane chaos and disturbances and muggery and all the rest of it. Um, Fogg himself appears to have exploded into this thing. And you now have all the pieces to actually put this together. So, um, Can I just note down, um, yep. when we leave the museum, I'm taking this newspaper with me. Oh, it's about to do this. Yeah, I was, was going to ask, can I get a copy of the? Yeah, it's photo? a physical. It's a it's a physical newspaper. You yeah, take it out. You chuck it in your bag. Because I don't think this is. I don't think this was their cunning plan, or at least I it's got a date on it from the future. I don't think Phileas <laughs> wanted to turn. And we don't have Photoshop at the moment. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> go ahead. And, go ahead and tell tell us. Um, this is not a conclusion drawn by the. Drawn by the truth, yeah, because um, they do not have the information you have, but you have actually seen this sort of emotionally manipulative effect before with Kilquato. Um, it looks like another one of these primal spirits of emotion um, has been harnessed into fog to fuel the ritual. Now, this would actually make him, from a certain point of view, a god, albeit yeah. an incredibly minor one. Yeah. Um, that would probably result in making him functionally indestructible, which is what he is currently at. Yeah. Um, he cannot be killed. Yeah. Um, however, there's only so long any mortal can keep that sort of power inside them, and this is the end result of that. The god uh, comes back out, and now it's pissy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 
somebody, Maxwell Fogg, whoever has set this chain of events in motion, um, has harnessed the the primal elemental spirit of either apathy or despair, one of the two, you're not quite sure which based on the effects you're seeing, and put it into Phileas Fogg. With a plan as brilliant as that, it's hard to believe it wound up and it's terminated in the destruction of humanity. Now, there was there was presumably an actual purpose to this. Yeah. And God knows if this is the end result they were looking for, this dystopian city. Presumably not. It doesn't but, seem like from what Max... It seems like Maxwell was all like, I'm kind of pissed this has led to the destruction of humanity. I'm going to, you know, make a creepy dystopian future c- c- city to try and save humanity, but not in a nice way, because I'm not a nice person. <laughs> but it, none of them are exactly ruling as gods. No. Yeah, I mean, it's perfectly possible to have city dystopian, but, you know, future emperor happy, yeah. but th- this doesn't seem like... I mean, th- we've got two brains in a jar and one of them is dead. That is what happened. At the ball, stroke of midnight, fog went pop. <laughs> okay. okay, so what about my role? Look okay. up the Academy and the Centaurians. Okay. I rolled a nine. Okay, so you're looking for what happened to them in... In, in the timeline, essentially. Yeah. Okay, so again, there was the big fight at the um, at the Royal Academy of Science, which removed a number of them because there was an actual gunfight with swords and guns and ninjas and... Mad so a bunch of them things. died. Yeah. Yeah, so a bunch of them actually died as a result of their injuries. Um, a bunch more of them appear to have actually been... Um, uh, you would get this with raised. Um... Some of them appear to have just given up and stopped doing anything. They've been affected by the by the apathy fog. Um, others of them have actually been involved in the stages of in the stages of construction of the city. Huh. Mm. Um, this is this is again not terribly well publicised. You've got to look between a bunch of different sources, but it looks like huma- some of humanity's best and brightest have tried to come together and help Maxwell von Braun, of all people, build the city as humanity's last bastion of hope. Um, Then you start looking through, you get to the very first of the records of what's happening in the city, and they start dying at an extraordinarily high frequency. Yeah, that's Maxwell. Um, Within a year, Maxwell is the only one that isn't registered with an obituary. Mm. And then, you know, nice, polite obituaries where they're... We regret to report that Dr. So-and-so fell down while excavating the sewers and broke his neck. So it's like how after, like, two years after Stalin took over the Communist Party, all the other communists mysteriously taken a vacation to Siberia and got hit in the head with an ice axe? Yep, yep. (laughs) As can happen when you, you know, happen to be somewhere else in the The Royal Academy of Science no longer exists. The Centurions no longer exist. So Maxwell killed them all. Yep. Yep. Lovely. All society. Uh, they also no longer exist. He took them all what, out. What happened to the full did the full society help build the city and then stuff a mysterious accident? Uh, no, actually. Um, yes, you will find out because we've got the rays on that. Uh, the Centurions teamed up with Maxwell and got rid of them all. <laughs> he got rid of all the competition. Yeah. He used the Centurions to get rid of Ma- the full society and then he killed the Centurions. Yep. 
and now he rules over dystopian wasteland. Well done, Tim. See, I'm not sure whether or not Maxwell is, is sad about what's it, going on. It looks like from the start of the city, like the, the first maybe year or so of it, there was actually some semblance of order and a plan and something like that. And then all these people start dying, there are no authority figures left, and then there are the Elsabots. They didn't come pouring out well, um, the Centurions and the Royal Academy were still operating. Yeah, yeah that's no, what I figured. I so Maxwell had um, planned this whole thing, do you think? Like, the, some, some, the think thing that happened to Falk? Yeah. I think he's I making think the best out of a bad situation. This, is, this cannot have been his originally end goal. The whole city thing doesn't seem like he had... I mean, yes, he still killed a lot of people, and he built a dystopian future full of robots. I'm not saying he didn't do those things, but he is a bad person. He can't just stop being a bad person. I doubt accidentally ending humanity made him a nicer guy, but I do think this is his last-ditch hope to save some of humanity. He just didn't do a very nice job because not a nice person. He probably decided in a logical, rational kind of way that the Elsabots were the only way of say, keeping humanity orderly, mm. and then the Centurions got all grouchy and were like, but that will be a dystopian future society full of, you know, torment and death, and he was like, bang, 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 bang. Now we're going to do it my way. <laughs> but I cannot believe this was his master plan. This is just such a sucky master plan. Okay, and as you now have all this information... Uh, anyone who wants to can try and make um, outside empathy checks on any of the three people that are here. Uh, so that's Maxwell, Elsa, Fogg. I'm the Fogg. Um, any of them you're aiming at are at minus two because you're putting together their motivations from nebulous backgrounds and all that. I'll kind of go thing. for Maxwell. Elsa. Hmm? I was going to go Maxwell as well. Okay, okay Maxwell, Maxwell, Fogg, Fogg, Elsa. Yeah, I'm going to Fogg. Cool. I get a four for I get a five, Elsa. <laughs> I get a four for Elsa. <laughs> well, oh no, wait, no scratch that. It's at a minus two. I, yeah. No, I just felt it was too hard. I can't, yeah, she's actually the one least mentioned in all. Yeah, I know. I just w- I would have made the. Uh, the thing you do find is that she didn't fight back against the Centurions once it all went to crap. Yeah, um, she wasn't involved in that in that grand melee. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't sound like she's she's got much free will at the moment. Yes, but she didn't fight against them. She didn't help the full She didn't society. help Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. okay. Oh. That's interesting. That yeah. is interesting. Anyway, so what have we got round the table? I failed. Two. Fifteen. Five. I got five. Okay, so we've got, a, we've got a success on... You two were doing Maxwell, right? Yeah. Okay, success on Maxwell and a success with a million raises on affiliates. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys take into consideration your minus twos? Yep. Because um, I, I forgot to take that in. So I oh, two and a four. And yeah, I did a two, minus two. So at that point, then I need a plus one, so I'll do that as a white, so okay. I get a four. Okay, success and success with a million success on Maxwell, success with a million races on Silius. So, Dr. Strange and Jonathan, you're trying to assess in retrospect what Maxwell's motivations were a hundred years ago at this point. This is not terribly complicated. Uh, this, this is a, a reasonably complicated task, unsurprisingly. Um, you have to guess this was not the master plan. You know, it, this doesn't sound like it's a really war. Even if he is god-tired emperor over the city, it doesn't sound like he's living the high life or having a really awesome time doing it or anything mm. of the sort. He's a brain in a jar. Yeah. 
Nobody who winds up a brain in the jar in the future, this was their actual plan. <laughs> and yes, I am quoting the bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you don't think this was this this outcome, the future that has happened, was what he intended? Yeah. Something has gone wrong with his plan. Um, it, however, he was definitely intending badness, um, and he's definitely turned around and made the best of the mess that he can, yeah. which has included ruthlessly exterminating a bunch of um, people. Yeah. Um, people... And, and it's interesting because these are people that would be very helpful to be to rebuilding a society. They just wouldn't yeah. be people that would necessarily be helpful to rebuilding a society his that way. would be done in his way. Yeah. Because these are all strong-willed, independent scientists who would have their own ideas, their own thoughts about yeah. how to help after the catastrophe. Um, High wills so would have been able to resist the fog for a long time. Uh, you get... A couple of different things on Maxwell. Um, for one thing, he is reported to be engaged in a lot with lots of people all around the world with apparently no dilemmas. Yeah. Um, like you, he has improved linguists. He speaks every language on Earth and several made up. No fucking shit. <laughs> um, secondly, you get one of his aspects from this. Again, you don't think it was what he intended. So you don't know, these are not necessarily aspects that he still has. These are aspects from the past version of Maxwell. And it is, I do not play God, I am God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Everything points to... uh, it's, It's not even so much that he's got a monumental ego, it's that he knows that he can't be wrong. Yeah, he's arrogant. Yeah, he's, he's smarter kind of, than everyone else. That's kind of a little bit too small a word for it. He's yeah. got hubris. Yeah, he's got the, the agri- arrogance the gods themselves punish. And yet they themselves have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, th- I think generally speaking, if you trap an evil god, when it breaks out, it'll be pissy. Yeah. Then Phileas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Be- question before you uh, go through his stuff. Yep. Uh, is there much of a difference between a 15 and a 16 result? No. Okay. You, you will get all the information you can possibly muster yes. from this. Uh, which will prove disturbing and interesting. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay, so... Okay. So... You're pretty sure reading the lines that, that Fog is ignorant of his role in this piece. This is Max. This this is the future. Well, this is not necessarily the future Maxwell intended, but this is the future Maxwell created rather than the future Fog created. Oh. This is not the outcome that Fog was aiming for. And you'd have to guess that he has n- had no idea that he was going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> that picture's going to come in real handy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That's that's the success. The next raise <laughs> is um, looking at this. However, Maxwell had a plan. This wasn't it. And there's that one person who ruins everything. And now you're thinking about um, how Kilquato works. That he became a god of crocodiles and things, despite the fact that had nothing to do with the original emotion of greed and want. Um, that was a role forced onto it by the way that the way the Kilquato tribe chose to worship him. 
Um, likewise, when you stick this elemental spirit inside fog, it changes fog, but fog changes it. Mm. So the reason the world broke is because is because Phileas is too much of an asshole. <laughs> His ego destroyed the world. Oh, shit. (laughs) Put your faith in the wrong man. And the last thing you get from this is this is not an aspect... This this is not a future that Phileas would have necessarily desired. Uh, It's not the outcome he was aiming for. He was presumably aiming for something much more mundane (laughs) than exploding into a god that killed half of the... that killed 90% of the world. Um, however, you've had several opportunities to know the man, and you're looking at this this and thinking, well, okay, this is the most impact any single human being could ever have on on the planet. Yeah. You know, he has ruined the world for ten thousand years. There are gigantic statues of him here. His name is still known ten thousand years in the future. Um, he, he is now a historical figure dwarfing Genghis Khan, you know, Caesar, yeah. Alexander the Great, etc. They are nothing compared to the legacy that Phileas Fogg has left behind. You don't think he would have chosen this, but if he knew this is the future that it ends up on, he would. He must never know of this. The, the aspect you get from him is yeah. my legacy is everything. Oh, fuck. Oh. He would pick to be this famous. You know, okay. he, he would die to be this famous. So the and screw the rest of the world. We show him the newspaper oh, and say there's... Yeah, and then we say, <laughs> then there's lie. no other information about you. Your name is lost to history after this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're no, you're worse than dead. You're forgotten. Yeah. 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 That one you needed the second one. <laughs> that one will hit him hard. <laughs> Alright, so the... The, the, um, there's an episode of Doctor Who where he goes back in time and talks to Davros, the creator of the Daleks, and he asks Davros if somebody gave him a button that he could press. It may not be him, but someone asked Davros in the episode if someone gave you a button that you could press and obliterate all life in the universe, would you press the button? And Davros doesn't even think about it. He says, yes, absolutely. Because then I'd be the one that ended everything. Yep. People would remember me as yep. the one who ended everything. Yep, that's It'd where Fog's coming from. Even though, yeah. 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 even though there's no one to remember. Yeah. Well, in Fog's case, there are people to remember. Yeah. What you're saying is, Fog is Davros. Yeah. And, and we need to take Exterminate. The, the, the doctor's approach to Dalek. Yeah. Yep. I can get behind that. <laughs> Alright, so nice. Time to go find ourself a TARDIS and, or a biplane. Yes. yes. Okay, it's time to, go, time to go steal a plane. Yep. Yeah. Do you want a fancy future plane or a crappy present plane? Uh, they're both the same size, aren't they? No, no. no. The, the future, future plane, plane has better The future plane will have better stats across the board. But it's harder to, to drive. Steal. Harder to steal, harder to drive, harder to steal, and harder to drive. Uh, harder to steal, quite certainly. Harder to drive, you won't know until you actually get a look at it. You'd be able right. to work it out before you did anything with it. Uh, 
how hard is it? How hard? Like, we, we're currently yeah, crouched so. outside the airplane facility. What kind of security are we talking here? Can we make an assessment on the security? Uh, where are you, sorry? Um, you're, you're looking looking to looking break into the future place? We're, we're, we're casing the well, joint. Well, we ask first. We're casing the joint of the, the um, airport versus the future technology airport. Okay, that is a larceny check. Determine the levels of security. That's a five. Okay, so please don't be away next session. <laughs> the burglaring all resolves on you. So the the old airport that you were looking at, that is basically um, the landing strip has been chopped up into the city. So actually flying the plane out of here might be moderately difficult, but but that's you know a good pilot shouldn't have any real problems with it. Um, but basically because the landing strips take up a lot of space that serves no purpose in a city of this nature. Um, it, but the actual hangar is still largely there. It has been converted a bit to fit more with the aesthetics, well, the, the total lack of aesthetics of the, the city. But the hangar is still there. You look at it. You look at it again. You go around, you climb up, you look at the window. Yeah. It's not even locked. <laughs> there are no guards here. There is nothing stopping you just walking in and, and get, taking the aircraft out. It might even still have the keys in it. It's just no one has ever bothered to steal one. Huh? Moving away from that, over to the other ones, the more future of the spacecraft, as I shall call them. Yeah. Uh, the spacecraft are actually in a robotics construction factory. It has Elsa's on it. Um, the doors are actually locked. This is really not high security either, but there are at least people looking at it and doors that you would need to bypass. Um, I think we'd probably better go in with an older plane. I, I think it's got the advantage we definitely know how to fly it. I mean, it'd be kind of sad to fight our way past the Elsas and it turns out we can't figure out how to fly the plane. Yep. Yep, old plane. You steal it. The keys are in the ignition. And it still goes? Yeah. You've got to piss around with it for yeah. a bit. Fill it up with petrol. But yes, by and large, it is still there. Cool. It has been kept away for all this time. You know, Pete's got to actually take the engine, open the engine, check the spark plugs, put petrol in, clean fluids out, etc., etc. But by and large, it's still pretty preserved. Smack it with a wrench a couple um, of times because that fixes it. The stuff in the city... I actually tighten things. The, the, the stuff in the city as a whole appears to have been very well preserved. It's part of Maxwell's environmental policy. Yeah. As, yeah, as after, with the sonic uh, screwdriver, its primary purpose is to screw things. It just gets used for other things. It, it, it would require a repair roll if you were doing this under some kind of pressure. Yeah. But you're not in any way, so you just tinker with it until it starts. Sweet. And we hop in the plane. Yep. How many people can it fit? Uh, I hope and trust all five of us. Otherwise we don't hop in the plane. uh, Perhaps we dangle (laughs) Rosemary out of rope. (laughs) Well, you've got multiple planes here, so it's just a question of how many you need. Oh, right, yeah. So you could pilot one and I could pilot one. Yeah, as long as we can fit everybody. You don't have thousands of them, but you've certainly got um, as many as you would need. The plane. Uh, pass me the book. Boogie boogie boogie. Boogie 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 boogie. Boogie boogie boogie. Plane. Hold on. Like.
like planes, but different. These are essentially um, pre like pre World War One biplanes. So we're not exactly talking the height of airplane technology. Here. Yeah, uh, they are designed to hold two people, um, one one driver, one gunner. Yeah. Um, that said, you could pretty easily wedge a third person in each one as well. Cool. So you will need two planes, yep. one with three people in it, one with two people in it. And Mara will be the extra person because she's small and fits a bit. Mm. We'll just sort of jam She goes in the overhead compartment. Yeah, we'll jam her in the baggage compartment. They have machine guns on them. Oh they, they have machine guns on them. Yay! Okay, so Jonathan and I should be the pilots because we're the ones who have pilot. Mm. Yeah. And then the two of you who have the best tuning out of... I go with Jonathan on this. You sounds good. All right. Um, you've got, you've got a shooting machine. Machine. <laughs> um, My shooting's D4. And that's still better than Everyone can shoot. Oh, sweet. There's pilot guns on the front, small oh, okay. machine guns on the back. Cool. Yes. Okay. All right. You're, um, you're, you and Mara are in my plane, and you're shooting your and better out at the Mara. Exactly the kind of thing that everyone will be taking steady okay. penalties she, she's, she's untrained in shooting. Okay. So she's in the baggage compartment, I you're on the gun. Well, there's pilot guns, so I'll fire shoot everything. Only my husband could see me now. Yeah, actually, come to that. Um, Mara should be in Jonathan's plane, and then we'll put Tom in, because uh, that's new space for Tom as well. Okay. So, then we see you, then we see you all, as you're flying through the air, it cuts Pete back. He puts on his goggles. I, I know he doesn't technically have goggles, but he's flying a biplane, so they materialise on his face. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts back to you down at the sewers. There's one on um, the seat. Yeah, yeah, there are some. Things. Yeah, of course, because the keys are knitting yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet pick puts on his goggles, and probably in hand as well. Yeah, yeah, with the other yeah, yeah. yeah. It cuts back. Pete to you looks guys. very happy suddenly. It cuts back to you guys down the sewers, looking over Rosemary's battle plans. Ah, yeah. Of, you know, yeah, X yeah. goes in here and rah rah rah. So basically, um, you haven't actually get taken off because that will require piloting checks. Because yeah. there's no airstrip here, you're going to take off through the streets. Yeah. Driving the plane sideways. Yeah, so Elsa's are probably going to notice that. Citizens, driving a biplane up the street is illegal. Show us your papers. (laughs) (laughs) Show us your papers. Presuming that you can get your planes in the air without crashing them into a building. Yeah. Uh, Because that's going to be a long trip ended real fast. Um, We stuck you in the baggage compartment. (laughs) (laughs) But you're supposed to be in my plane, and everyone else is taking a steady hand. Steady hands. Approaching the the building, you could land on the roof, you could land on the streets in front of it, etc., etc., uh, there is no way that the Elsas on guard are not going to notice two biplanes <laughs> approaching the building. attack formation. Um, as this is going to set off their alarms anyway, yeah. you might as well shoot them with your plane-mounted machine gun. Hell yes! Because how many times are we going to have plane-mounted machine guns to shoot people with? Yeah. Um, that being done, there are a couple of entry points through the roof and through the door. Um, Rosemary, can you give me a command roll? Oh. Assess the battle plan. What's the smart yeah, play? Everyone else is taking the negative. Is taking the minus two for steady hands. Penalty for steady hands. 
<laughs> On the other hand, if you'd taken touch, we wouldn't have needed the plane. <laughs> and that's a success. Okay. So, looking at this, you think, you know, entrance via entrance fire breaking in through the roof, entrance fire breaking in through the front doors, it, it's actually much of a muchness. It, any point of entrance will get you in there. Um, what you want is something that you can guard from the inside if more else's show up to attack you. So if you come in through the roof, Mm. it will be, you know, they'll actually have to climb up and get in the roof, which will probably delay them a while. But there's no actual way for you to stop them jumping down the skylight after you. It's not like you could stand there and barricade it. Whereas if you've got a front door, you could physically stand there and try and barricade the front door or put stuff in front of it or something in that neighborhood. Yeah. Like the wreckage of a biplane. Yeah. Yes, that's a actually good plan. Um, so Alas, these priceless historical monuments. <laughs> hey, once the timeline's restored, they won't be right. Um, did could we dismantle a bog statue and put that? Anyway, let Jerry finish. <laughs> yeah. So... You need to... Basically, the, the things you need to achieve here, you need to get into the building as fast as possible. As soon as you start shooting the first one with bits from your bite line, the alarm is going to go up. Yeah. Fortunately, you don't think this is going to be hard. You you vastly outfire power them at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you make a real hash of it, you should yeah. um, get yourself a good bit of time to enter. Then you need to go past these death traps and get into the neural interface and all that sort of thing as quick as you can, get that all solved as quick as you can, and whoever isn't doing that is going to need to be on um, barricade doors or Elsa guards or whatever those is that they're doing. Yeah. Um, So sweep in fast, bar the doors behind you. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We do that. This this should be ambitious. All right. Who's staying, who's staying behind? What? Once we once we all lock yeah. ourselves into yeah, the neural we'll, interfaces, we'll, it's going we'll to need lock. to be either me or Rosemary. Yeah, that's I'd what I'm saying. I'd suggest Rosemary. I yeah. think we need you inside. Okay, I'm I, I'm in two minds. I really want to go in, but Pete is. If if only one guy needs to be the meat shield, Pete is designed to do explicitly that. Oh, we'll be Mr. Spirit. Mr. Spirit. D8, so you're yeah. both the same for it. Oh no, you're this, you're so, mm-hmm. so mate, yeah, that's the right way. You want to go inside. You need to go save Elsa. Yeah. On whatever level you think you can actually achieve it here, yeah. um, there is no question that you need to be one of the people inside Elsa's mind. Yeah. <laughs> no matter the circumstances, you are now committing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's well worth it. Oh, yes. Well, it probably won't be that by the time we come round again, but I can certainly yeah. use the fake voice. And you open the big shed doors of this airplane yeah. hangar, the heroic music plays as you rev the airplanes up, uh, trolley them round very slowly, line them up at the back end of the building, then drive them out as fast as possible and immediately flip them sideways to drive between the alleys of the city. <laughs> yeah. Can I have piloting checks from our two drivers? That's a fire, that's a fire. That depends on what kind of DC we're looking at. Uh, it's only, this is standard flying. Okay. Yep. I get the five as well. You, you wouldn't normally need to make a piloting roll to take off in a plane. Right. It's yes, true. if, if, if everyone in the party was untrained in piloting, I'd probably get one. As soon as you're trained in piloting, you just know how to do the basic flying. Okay. So, um, the planes are, um, Pete and Doctor Strange in one plane, 
and and Tom and Jonathan um, and Rosemary in the other plane. They're two man planes. But Mara's little. She fits in the gaps. And so is Tom. Mm-hmm. Tom's physically small. <laughs> yeah. So three and three. So hence the baggage compartment thing. Except these planes didn't have baggage compartments, so you're jammed at the back. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You haven't tied me to the wig, at least. <laughs> no. But I also figured, like, that... Actually, that would be a great love you reference. Dr. Rosemary and the gunner chairs, because both of them have more shooting than you. Yeah. Um, I imagine, you know, crammed up nearby the engine, you can possibly do some kind of rep- emergency repair check. Basically, you're the astronaut droid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I'm destined to be shot in the head with a laser then. <laughs> Adam, your character and the little little game, little game yep. pieces of the R2D2. You fly <laughs> as high up as you can to basically try and avoid attention over the city. And when you fly up, this is the first time you've had a look at the sky. It is a huge metal domed roof with thousands and thousands of electrical lights all over it. It's really unpleasant to be flying a plane and yep. not be able to see the sky. Yeah. I also mm. find, you know, if you're going to build the sky as a metal dome with thousands of lights, why don't you dim them at light, night? At least simulate night and day. Mm. Pete's just upset he can't see the sky, but as a player, I'm, I'm, I'm disturbed by the absence of at least an attempt to simulate night and day. That's really On bad for hand, people. If you're a brain in a jar who lives inside a factory and doesn't care about other people... Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. yeah, but I bet if the Centurions had been allowed to finish constructing the city, they would have simulated a real day-night cycle so people didn't suffer the psychological impacts of continuous illumination. Secondly, the area, okay, the area you were taking off from <laughs> is not patrolled by Elsa's. Because you don't scrape off the side of buildings, make boom noises, or otherwise wreck the planes, none come to observe this. See. So the first clue they're going to have is when you start diving on the building. Yes, I don't mean so fire on them. You start diving on the test factory. Um... You will see a couple of people. People do actually look up in a half-heartedly interested way. It's like, oh, oh, wow, you know, magical sky birds because we've never seen planes flying before. That's a thing. Oh. Uh, it's actually kind of worth looking at. Nod. Okay, mm-hmm. we're done. <laughs> uh, secondly, as you start to pull into rain, who are my two pilots, Jonathan and Pete? Jonathan and Pete. Jonathan and Pete. Pilots. Oh, pilots, sorry. Only pilots pilots. draw initiative, everyone else goes on their initiative card. Is the clubs a bad and like... Okay. (laughs) That's bad, though. (laughs) Uh, It's a high number. You descend out of the sky. You are not entirely used to flying in this bizarre, electrically lit environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete hasn't actually flown a lot of biplanes. They may come from his time period. The Elsas, however, are much more used to doing this. Um, Ooh, aerial combat. Yeah, aerial combat. It's pretty awesome. We did a lot of it last adventure. It was all great. Let's hope that there's not an Elsa who's as as tough as that mook that would die. Yeah, stupid mook. (laughs) Hey, we know her sister's running around somewhere. And they draw out their flintlock pistol, their flintlock pistols, and start shooting them at the plane. Right, planes, planes. So, and as this happens, you see a bunch of Elsas from the different entrances next to the building start converging on the one you're vaguely at. Yep. So you have six Elsas to drop. Okay. Uh, three at Pete's plane, three at Jonathan's. No, no. Good. 
nine. Uh, four. That's two. No. Oh, sweet. They're shooting at long range. Yeah, okay, sweet. is not enough at this point. Nice. And no. So there is a fuselage of ding, 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 ding. Um, and you won't be able to hear them over the noise of the plane there. So the camera zooms in to get... Citizen, this aircraft is not permitted in this area. Please stop and show us your papers. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're a robot, you have a response from all circumstances. Just maybe not a useful response. And then, yes. then you start... Strafing them. Yay! Um, now that you are actually acting, um, the two of you who are piloting, they are shooting at a standard four difficulty with penalties for range and that sort of thing. You can choose to throw your planes into evasive action and wobble them around and that kind of thing. Um, you make piloting checks at minus one, minus two, uh, minus four, or minus six, whichever you like. And if you make it, that then ascribes the penalty to anyone shooting at you. Or you can just do straight unfancy flying yep. and hope they don't hit you. So up to the two of you. All right, so it's, it's me It's me on first. Yep. Um, the plan is to you know crash land these planes into the building. Pete's not super concerned about the plane. Pete is flying in close. Yeah, but you want the plane to be in the air long enough to finish all the else's off rather than jump down and gauge them in melee. Yes, I appreciate that. I do not want to take any kind of evasive action at this time. Okay, take any evasive action. I merely wish to... um, Actually, no, no, sorry, scratch that. I'm moving in closer, aren't I? So that I can actually... All right, no. I'll do a... I'll try just straight one difficulty on the the pilot in check. So that's D6 at minus one. Yeah, so a couple of things, basically. You're not going to land the planes on top of them and get out. You're going to yeah. shoot them all before you land the planes. But you can stay at long range here and, and loop round, which is going to make it very hard for them to hit you. The problem is that the, the more time you spend in the air, the more time they're going to get to get the alarm out. Yeah. So you want to do this kind of fast... But your plane has to be constantly moving or it will crash anyway. You yep. can't stop on a dime, shoot at them, yep. then start moving away again. Okay, so um, I would like to take an invasive action. Okay. Light cover, medium cover, heavy cover, or total cover? Light We're cover. Behind a building. Light cover, piloting check at minus one. Okay, I pull it off. Yeah, they have penalties to shoot you. Okay, um, so that's an action. Yep. Can I move the plane closer? Can I shoot them? Uh, you can shoot them. Okay. Um, so if you do not have steady hands, I do not then have it is at minus two to hit them. Yep. Um, because they are Elsas and they can katana bullets out of the air, which is another minus one to hit them. Okay. Because they are dodgy. Minus three. Uh, your range you don't have to worry about, and they have no cover. So go for it. Okay, shooting the minus three. <laughs> uh, minus three, that's a six. Yep, bang. Okay, what am I rolling damage-wise? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, this is your fighter plane. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if I wrote the damage for the machine guns now or not. Machine gun times two. No, it doesn't look like it. Uh, I suspect I probably wrote it under machine gun. 
three d six. Yeah, you are you are spraying them with a plane mounted machine gun. On the other hand, I didn't roll particularly well. Um, that is eight. Jar Jar is only shaken. Jar Jar? He's the one that's fallen over. Yes, and an eight Jar Jar is only shaken. Yep, so that was a poor roll on the damage, so I am to convenience one of the else's. Yep. And then it is Doctor Strange's shooting roll. Yep, shooting at minus three. Oh. I'm good at this. I got the same roll as you. Yep, so that's another six to hit, so roll three to six damage. Shooting for the shaken one or a different one? Uh, I'll go for the shaken one. Yep. Uh, so it's five, eight. Boom! Mm-hmm. One down. So the plane and <laughs> 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 it just gets riddled with yeah. bullets and just falls to pieces. Yeah. There's no gentle shutdown here. You're shooting yeah. with a machine gun. This is a much more enjoyable way than losing Jonathan's all of your ability to cast magic. Like Calvary as well. Yep, go for it. I'll hit minus one. You succeed. No, no merit to raising, so you don't need to roll the explosion. Yep, um, and then I'm shooting at a minus one. Yep. You have, city <laughs> Oh, damn, girl. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow, that's so, a, how do you do that? That's an explosion. <sighs> so... 16, uh, the explosion is irrelevant. Yeah. Boom! Oh. <laughs> Rosemary shooting out of the plane at yeah, minus so three. Minus three. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Oh, no, no not no, so much. No, it's not so much. Oh, seven, seven, four. There's a pass. Just your pass. Yep, yeah, you just hit them. Okay, so roll 3d6 damage. Oh, can I borrow one of them? Angry red. So, um, it's 10, it's 10. Uh, that is... Damn, did yep. you take you took one down all by yourself? <laughs> Alright, and that's, and that's everybody's action. Uh, unless Mara wishes to take oh, the action. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, you were at ridiculously long ranges to do anything yeah, I'm depending just, on I'm what just, you're aiming for. I'm just um, going to try and repair whatever damage the plane takes that's that's on the fly. Yeah, yeah. that will be a very useful function, but we'll need to get injured first. <laughs> Because, of course, we're now at closer range, which will make it easier for the Elsas to shoot us. However, they may not get the opportunity. Neat. Yes. I will continue to take um, light cover. Yep. You can just let it ride from the last time because no one shot at you between them. Oh, okay. So if you so choose. It sounds good. If you want to make it better, you'll have to no, make it No, that's all right. Then um, I'm merely going to fire off a shooting at minus three roll. And that... There we are this time. Um, that's a... <coughs> Two. Two. Yep, so I miss. Yep. Okay, and Doctor Strange. Round two. Wait. I missed two. And you can see from your elevated position, like, uh, several streets away off in that direction, and Elsa sort of looks up and then pivots and starts walking towards the building. Yeah. There's there's that kind of ant effect of several ants (coughs) moving towards the test factory. Jonathan. 
so I want to keep the um, light cover. Yep. Keep, you keep it. Shoots to the shoes. Nope. Oh, oh. oh no. Two rosemary, sure. it's all I can. Sure, try. Oh, oh sweet. <laughs> oh, actually, can I reroll that? Uh, for a blue. For because um, there's a critical fumble, you will need a blue to reroll right now. Uh, in my break, I'm Oh, actually, you're here. Yes, you're here. Okay, okay. But, but is she in your pl- she, she, oh, yeah, she yeah, is. She's in, in the same yeah. place. Yeah, we'll take the risk. We'll yeah. take the risk. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. Could you wait? Do you get one of those abilities? Well, we might have fire, like, we can take pens for yeah, refresh, and we've I just think, refreshed. Right, so it'll be a, if you use it up yeah. now, you won't have it for next session. Yeah. yeah, Rosemary can't fix it, but yeah. So it's it's one of those belt-fed machine guns. Yeah. So there's the <laughs> the bullet chain is jammed and stuck and trying yeah. desperately to feed into it and not going anywhere. Okay, Mara will now endeavor to repair the bullet chain. Well, please break repair. Uh, that's a seven. Fucking bullet stuck in here. You know, you need Rosemary to stop firing, stop holding the trigger down while you do this. And eventually she does, and you yank it out and free the chain, and then starts You're going. You're a powder again. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a good to have a jewelry on board? Team Elsa's. Yep, we we totally missed them all, so they would get an opportunity to attack us. Yep, they are. Yeah, that was my first free combo. <laughs> Unfortunately, your girlfriend does not have a lot of points in shooting. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's got potential. Yes, it will hit. And yes, it will raise. Oh, great. What, what? Oh, we'll, and we'll the next one works entirely. Uh, that would be the peak plane. Oh, yes. So without the mechanic. Uh, what you will see as you actually get close enough that the gun is firing at your plane instead of vaguely into the air where it was, um, they are not shooting bullets. They are shooting out these rays coming out of them. Disintegrating stuff. Disintegrating molecular yeah. disintegration rays. Yeah. Uh, which it fires into the plane and. And you, fa- I presume you factored in the minus one penalty from yes. my light cover. Uh, so she actually exceeded that to get the race. Yes. Well, we're closer oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, she's at minus three penalties on each roll, yeah. but um, she's only shooting at a four difficulty. Yeah. Sorry, minus four penalties with the cover, but still only shooting at four difficulty. So need, she needed an eight. Yeah. And got the twelve. Uh, so that is. When German androids fire disintegration rays at biplanes, you know you're in a pop game. <laughs> okay, so that would be a whopping five against your plane's crappy toughness of eleven. Yeah, so it hits your plane, disintegrates a small portion of the heavy armor on it. Yeah. Um, does not do a lot else. Uh, can you then make me a piloting roll? Oh, is that an important part? Uh, five. Okay. 
your plane spins very slightly. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, you realize that these old planes are in kind of poor condition generally across the board. Even when non-vital parts are hit, there's still the potential to scrape it off something or spin it out of control or something in that neighborhood. Yep, good to know. And that's the Elsa's. Yep. Next round. Let's try and actually hit something with us around people. Yeah. That's terrible. Pete. Thank you. Team Elsa! Ah. So I'll just say, let's work on Miss. Pete will miss. And Jonathan will miss. <laughs> this is a violation of airspace code 1704. Okay, um, given that the plane hasn't actually been hit yet, yep. people, people will continue for his light cover. Yep. Uh, and he Ooh. pulls it off. That's an explosion. Yes, but it's yep, irrelevant because all I need is the single success. Um, and then I will try shooting at minus three. Uh, oh, and that was a good. And I will pull off my six on the shooting. <laughs> and, okay, uh, twelve. Uh, Thirteen. <laughs> and I will pull off That's never going to sound right. <laughs> Massive physical damage threshold sustained. <laughs> Alright, so I am going to go try and shoot a thing. Yep. Call the broad droids instead. Uh, nine and five minus three and it's two. Ha 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 ha. Do I need to make my looking check for light cover? Uh, yes. If you want light cover. If you want to yeah. keep it up. So four? So you fail, because yeah. it's a minus one penalty. Okay. So, uh, because you are going for light cover, you suffer no penalties for failing it. You just don't get your light cover. Yeah. <laughs> If you're going for heavy, you roll to see how badly out of control you go. If you're going for total cover and you fail to check, you smash into something. You try and hide the plane behind a building and you drive the plane into the building instead. Then I'm shooting? Yep. So it was a part of the last campaign. I remember that you want that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's made of damage. Yep. So, uh, four. It is horribly armor piercing though, so. <laughs> shaking. Finish! Okay, shoot the shaking one. Oh. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I shot the shaking! But I totally invested anyway. <laughs> oh, great. Roll four. Void? On the other hand, there's hardly any else is even conscious. Yeah, but they still wore a coming. Yeah. Mm. Uh, doesn't don't shake. So, it will be Jonathan's deadly plane. <laughs> you weave it away and then shoot the shit out of it. So, light cover again? Yep. Pull it off the side? Tell me where the shaken one before you shoot. Uh, yeah, I'm aiming at the shaken one. Okay. Nope. Alright, okay, let's try that again. Shake them one. Shake them one to fail again. Oh. Okay, um, Pete yeah. will endeavour to maintain light cover, fail, um, and then will endeavour to shoot the shaking one. Yep. I shot the shaking. And I pull it off. Yep. That's an eight. 
Yep, so minus three, three is five, yep. which is enough. Yep, because you can still succeed with raises. Ooh. Uh, ten, yep. uh, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Doctor Strange, it's all on you. Can we end uh, this round? I'll go for the last guy. Yeah. I don't know if Rosemary's no. gone or not. Yes, yep. she missed. I missed. Okay. Mm. We tried five. to shoot the pilot. <laughs> minus three is really big. Yep. Yeah, they, they have an edge called dodge, which is, gives them minus, or bullet deflection in their case, with their swords. If you draw it else card, then we'll know who's going. Yes. Which, good. which gives you minus ones to hit them, and then it's the fact that the plane is jerking all over the sky, so yeah. you're shooting, but you're shooting like this. <laughs> Who's your best friend's girlfriend? So I don't need to roll a cover check? No, because you've already done it. Yeah, not if you have one. Oh, no, you, no you, one didn't, hasn't. you didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, because they've, they've shot at you since, so oh. yes, you need to make another one. Nope. nope. Well, nope. Yeah, if you can destroy them, it won't matter. Nope. Uh, that's only a three. Yeah. I have Dodge! Keeps them alive! Do you, you want to spend the fate point on actually hit? We do need to get out of yep. this combat, and you're the best, mm-hmm. best so we've got. Take the four. Yep. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there yeah, it's gone. <laughs> yep. Totally dead. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and the way is clear to the front door. Do you want to land the planes? Um, which is fine, you don't need to make any more pilot rolls oh. for that. Or the other option you have is you can drive a plane through the front door, which will um, pretty much create a blockade in place of the door, so it won't necessarily be a better blockade than the door, because it will have holes in it anyway. But what it will do is give you a vehicle-mounted machine gun on the inside of the yes. building. Yes. I You're only going to get yeah. one plane in here because driving a second one for the back of the first one would not be advantageous. All right, let's for crash anyone. Jonathan's plane into the door because Jonathan's better at shooting vehicle-mounted machine guns. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, whoever is merely landing their plane in a hurry. That's us too, I think. Yep. Um, because I. If you just try and do this at a slow pace, you will succeed automatically. Yeah. If not, I'm going to call for a piloting check. Piloting check. I want to as, go as this is. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, go for it. I, it? Oh, five. five. Okay. So this is you. You don't care about what happens to this plane afterwards, no. do you? Right. So you turn this plane sideways. You and Doctor Strange jump out and roll <laughs> across the ground as you jump out upside down, and the plane naturally goes. Into a building and goes up in a fireball. Everything's because exploding. everything's made of exploding explodium. Yep. Peter's actually universe. sad about the plane, but you know the needs of the future are where yep. the needs Tom, of the plane. Tom lands absolutely perfectly. I do kind of the the, the tumble. Um, yeah, <sighs> I'll Jonathan, give you a hand up. Yeah. You are trying to drive your plane through the front door in such a way where you don't completely wreck it and kill everyone involved. Uh, can you give me a <laughs> this is your life now. Can you give me a piloting check? <laughs> Uh, at minus two. Minus two to not die. If you succeed by... So, hang on. It's it's a piloting check at minus two. It's also a piloting check at minus one. If you make minus one, you get the plane in there with the machine gun. You just damage things in the process. What's um, the minus two? The minus two is the plane don't go in the right place. You've tried to fly it to the side of the building instead of the... Um, so, at present because he's got yep. a four on there, yep. you're going to get the plane in there, you're merely going to rattle everyone inside. Right, that's fine at the moment. Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, figure, figure, figure. Uh, everybody inside gets rattled. That is U3, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Oof. Oh, shit. 12, 13. 
Right. That will easily exceed everyone's toughness. You can only be shaken from this, however, never wounded. Yay. So, okay. Jonathan drives the plane through the front door, shears the wings off in the process, they explode. Yeah. <laughs> and the plane goes <laughs> into the middle of the factory. You guys all inside go. <laughs> And all three of you are shaken. Mara has the big. the academy. Mara oh, still has the biggest smile on her face, though. As you now have a plane, Pete and Duck Strange come in first. Yeah. Then the plane skids, turns, crashes, wedges the door, and has the spinning machine gun on the back with a 360 field in here. And these three are staggered, holding their heads. Pete and Doctor Strange, you can have a look around here. Um, and there are a couple of things in this factory. Um, there, I'll give you a descriptor of it, and then we'll head for the end. Yeah, basically, um, there appear to be four metallic tunnels um, set up with conveyor belts on them, moving into them. And they're they're pretty short things, a couple of meters apiece, and they end in some sort of dome. Um, and there's four four of them around the room. Each one appears to have a slightly different thing on it. Some of them have got gnashy blades, some of them have got crushy hammers, that sort of thing. It's the classic robot construction line gone wrong. Um, in the centre of the room, um, there is not a person, um, but a big hanging sort of banner with a picture of Elsa von Braun on it, um, looking like it's been taken right out of the archives of one of her sort of fencing instruction things. She looks about ten years younger than the present day Elsa in it, so it's obviously a slightly older photo. Um, hopefully 110. <laughs> no, no, when he talks about the present day Elsa, he's talking about the timeline we came from. Yeah. yeah. Um, on top of that, um, there is a brain in a jar with this sort of glowy helmet thing on top of it, that is connected to four other bits at the top, the four, the four uh, domes at the end of each conveyor belt. Um, Thanks for not warning, Pete. <laughs> right, how do you warn someone about that? <laughs> you don't. You well, yeah. <laughs> well, then you don't get the, you know, just seeing it is the first piece of warning anyone uh, gives you. It's it's actually not obvious to someone like Pete. It's not so well, it's openly just a sitting jar. there. All right. Um, like, you, you wouldn't necessarily get that it's a brain. Right. There's this helmet thing attached to the thing, which is attached to the poster. Oh, okay. What you don't see is Elsa sitting in a chair somewhere with a, yeah. with a headband device on her, which is yeah. kind of what Pete's expecting to see. Yeah. So, this is weird, but not okay, awesomely cool. well, Science. <laughs> My crappy science role protects me from the trauma. <laughs> um, and almost immediately as you come through the door, the sort of you hear the voice of Maxwell von Braun emanating from speakers around the edge of the room. It sounds vaguely synthesized, but it is coming through speakers. Ah, welcome. You are the first. You are the first to have made it thus far. The test protocol will begin. Let us see if let us see if humanity is worthy. Dun dun dun! dun, dun. dun. The machines go. Grind, grind, stab, worthy, lovely.